Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. Yeah. All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Superpod HeroCast, a Night Shift Radio production. Okay, so no no yelling in this episode, Casey. I'll have to use my NPR voice. Oh, hello. Hello. And welcome to the Superpod HeroCast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 96. I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Todd Panic. And we watched... Shazam. <laughs> we did. Guy, guys and gals, gals and non-binary pals, we've got a very super special guest from my birthday episode. Yay. It is my firstborn... They have been on a couple episodes in the past, but this is going to be the first full episode where it's not just chaos. Yeah. Uh, if you're questioning what that is, go back and listen to, is it Sky High? Sky High. Sky High is a big, a big old mess with them. Uh, uh, and then also Incredibles 2. That was less of a mess. Less of a mess, right. I believe at one point during um, uh, Sky High, I was like this was a mistake. <laughs> I've made a huge tiny mistake. <laughs> made a huge tiny mistake. Uh, it is none other than The Bean. Say hi, Bean. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the reasons I chose this episode uh, uh, chose this episode, chose this movie <laughs> for my birthday pick is because this is also the Bean, one of The Bean's favorite movies. Yeah. Um, you really enjoy uh, yourself some Shazam. I do. It's really good. <laughs> You have excellent it, taste. This was a yeah. just a delight on the the rewatch. Yeah, I mean, every time we've watched this, I have been like, sure. I believe at Christmas time, you're like, can we watch Shazam? I'm like, yes. The answer will always be yes. You know, uh, do you think it's too bold of a claim to say this movie and the first Wonder Woman movies are at opposite ends of the scale in terms of seriousness and gravitas, right? But sure, I mean. This is right up there the be- among the best two films DC Films has produced. Sure. I mean, this is we kind of talked about it with uh with Aquaman where they kind of like pushed it to such a comical and high color and all that. Mm-hmm. This is this this is the sweet spot. 
Yeah, it never they feels figured it out. forced or rushed or pushed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Being you have no idea because you've never seen Aquaman, but... No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and from that no, you can kind of tell there is no interest in seeing Aquaman. <laughs> Did you see the book of Boba Fett? Did you like Boba Fett? Would you like him to be younger and slightly odder looking through CGI? De-aging? Oh, uh, the Bean has not watched oh, the Book of Boba Fett <laughs> no. because because what is Boba Fett? It's Star Wars character, and what is the Bean's least favorite <laughs> franchise out there right now? Star Wars. There it is. Got it. All right. Well, yeah. You know, not not a fan. Not a fan of any Star <laughs> Wars at all. I I tried. I failed. I've accepted my loss. It's now, not you. It's the movie. Now, Bean. Sure. So that's one major franchise. You know, crushing your father's. You know, hopes and dreams a little bit. What about mm-hmm. the other huge franchise that your father loves? Where do you come down on the Star Trek question? <sighs> oh no! I I have not seen a full episode, but I've seen like bits and pieces of it, and mm-hmm. it's just it's it doesn't make sense. It. Uh. I think I'm, part I'm of the you. reason it I'm doesn't make you. sense is that you've only seen bits and pieces yes, of it. Yes, well, I'm just from, what it I, from what I gathered, it doesn't make sense. Hey, the the next Star Trek movie I have to watch for Where No Mom Has Gone Before stars one no uh, none other than Mr. Chris Pine. Oh. That's not going to make me like it anymore. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I thought that was going to get you to at least watch, will you watch it. So, no. Bean, I'll, I'll say this. I am not a Star Trek uh, fanatic, but I do love the the last three with Chris Pine the re you know the reboot. I think that's the the those are the perfect Star Wars or Star Trek movies for people who are you. not huge Star Trek fans. I think they're very accessible. I think you should yeah. give it a shot. Two of them are fine. There's one in there that's no yeah <laughs> no hard pass. All right. Uh, so, uh, real quick before we get yeah. into, uh, mean, what makes this such a great movie for you? Why do you like this so much? Um, well, I guess that, like, it's just like it's not one of those movies that like is like really slow. Like the plot just like has like a, it's just like a long thing, and then like there's just this huge thing that happens. Those are the movies where I'm just kind of like, that was really boring, and then it was like huge, and that was just not interesting. This was one of the movies where the plot was like moving along, and it was like wholesome and everything, and it wasn't like cringy, so that's good. (laughs) We don't like cringy. No. (laughs) Cringy's bad. Uh, So... Yeah, I agree. This this moves along great. We'll get into that, but before we do anything that has anything to do with the movie... Since we are guys with beers talking about movies with capes, what are we drinking? So our beer this evening comes to us like so many of our beers from our good friends at Branching Out Bottle Shop over in Township 5 in Camillus, New York. Uh, This beer probably holds the record for shortest time from entering the shop to beer in hand. I think it was probably about seven seconds. Um, Walked in, Carissa's working, Barley's there. And within steps of the door, I had our beer in hand. Now, this is a brewery that I believe we have drank from before. Happens to be a favorite of mine because one of my neighbors is one of the owners. So we're drinking (laughs) uh, Middle Ages Brewing Company, which is locally owned and operated here in Syracuse, New York, uh, for the last 25 years. They are the oldest brewery in Syracuse. Some bragging rights there. 
Uh, we are drinking, I mean, honestly, I saw the can and I was like, I'm not even looking. This is perfect. So we are drinking their English strong ale titled Wizard. It is a hearty British style strong ale with deep chestnut color, a warming elixir that's perfect for the cold weather months. It has an alcohol uh, percentage of 6.8%. So good thing we're staying home. Now, mm-hmm. that's what we're drinking, but Bean, that is not what you're drinking this evening. What are you now? I have apple juice <laughs> in a vintage Shazam cup, which is yeah, super we'll have cool. Yeah, take a picture of that for the for the Instagram. Yes. Uh, Bean, where did we get that? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. At the Syracuse Comic Con. Oh, I remember that place. That's yeah, fun. I'm hoping that comes back next year. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Jack is super very, fun. very uh, interested in cosplay at a Comic-Con. So if it comes Go back, on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know who I've always wanted to cosplay as? Um, Peter B. Parker. No, I've done that. <laughs> uh, no, I want to do Dr. Strange. Oh, nice. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just the problem is, like, the, the suit is not that expensive. Like, a custom-made one is going to cost you maybe 150 bucks. Okay. The Cloak of Levitation, four or $500. What, does it move? <laughs> no, it's just all that patchwork on the back. Oh, good lord. Yeah, wow, this is a very amber color. They're not, uh, they're not lying there. I, I ooh, yeah, ooh. I'm very happy with our choice this evening. Um, right. Well... Casey, Bean, cheers. Cheers. Oh. That is hearty. That is definitely a word I would I would use to describe that. That's so interestingly on the side of the can it says hearty British style strong ale brewed without spices. And now <laughs> the non-beer snob amigo says British ale usually have spices in it? Is this like Warning people, I'm I'm very confused by that statement. Yeah, uh, I do not know, but uh, boy, this is a this is just a delight. So I've got uh, my second one in my little cooler here next to the desk. Uh, this is served in the 16 ounce cans, which I love, and I will be drinking both of them this evening. So. Well, you have a good time with that. I'm just going to do the one. <laughs> yep, no worries. Okay, so. Um, as I always do, I got some almost cast, then we'll go over yeah, yeah. production stuff and then we'll get into the movie. Um, first I thought this was funny and I'm wondering if he'd still say this today, but so the interesting thing, uh, we get the black Adam movie this year, uh, f- three years after Shazam Dwayne Johnson as black Adam was one of the very first things announced. It was announced around the time of Man of Steel. Wait, was he originally going to be in this movie? No, no, oh, he just mean, like, was announced in the as DC. Black oh, okay, Adam. Okay. Yeah, okay. So it's been almost ten years. Wow. Well, <laughs> he's been sitting cast as, as it. I, I mean, I and, think you got to put The Rock or Dwayne Johnson uh, as Black Adam right up there with Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool in terms of like that is a character that he clearly loves and has worked hard literally like you said for 10 years to bring it to the screen cannot wait for that this summer I, i'm yeah, i'm so, as excited about that as i have been for many marvel movies so interestingly they uh 
Dwayne put up a like a poll on I'm I'm thinking maybe Twitter being like which character should I play just showing the clout Dwayne Johnson has he's like <laughs> right. I'm, I'll let you know which one of these two characters because he could have probably pulled off Shazam yeah sure when, but um, he uh, Dwayne Johnson wanted Army Hammer to play Shazam hmm. not don't know if he still thinks that I hope not that's <laughs> unfortunate. Being, I'll tell you when you're older why uh, <laughs> my army hammer is not a great person anymore. Yikes! Um, for uh, for the wizard called Shazam in this, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> F. Murray Abraham, okay, Michael Keaton, hmm, okay, all right, Tony Shalhoub, okay, <laughs> and uh, an actor from a movie two movies ago. Uh, Alan Alda, which I told the Bean, that is the father from Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands is my favorite movie. So is it really? Yeah, it's a great movie. Oh, I did not know that. Interesting. Now, do you like all of the Tim Burton yeah. films? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he remind he's he for me is like the Neil Gaiman of movie making. Like I like I feel like sure. his stories always like you know they're a they're a Tim Burton story and they have this wonderful kind of fancy, fantastic feel to them. They're all mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, and for Shazam, uh, Jack McDormer. Uh, no idea. Oh no. I'm thinking of somebody. I'm, yep. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Jake McDormer, Jake McDormer, Parker Young, Joshua Sassy, S A S S E. And Derek Feller were all considered, all of them kind of your big giant muscle men, yeah. you know. Uh, but one person who who I actually thought was going to get cast as Shazam, John Cena. So glad. What, what? Uh, you know what? Now listen, he would have been wonderful. Uh, I, I think if there's one thing that Peacemaker has shown us, John Cena can act and is mm-hmm. funny. Uh, so he would have been. I think he would have. I think the challenge with this character is. He is a what fifteen year old kid, fourteen, fifteen, basically sixteen. Yes, but you know you've got to channel that teenage kid vibe now, Zach, mm-hmm. which Zach does so yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But but um, I could totally see Cena doing it. However, uh, if there is a way to portal through to other multiverses, dear scientists, <laughs> yeah. if you are listening, yeah. I want to go to the universe where these parts are reversed because I want to see Cena play. Shazam, and I think Zach could have done a really good job with Peacemaker. He's a phenomenal actor. We would have loved it. You know what I was thinking today watching? Like, I wouldn't have been mad if that was switched. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, We'd be happy with that. I'm fine. Yeah. But watching this movie today made me think, you know, I need to go back and rewatch Chuck. Oh, it's so good. Now, Bean, have you ever seen Chuck? Never? No. Oh, it's really good. And if you like... Zach Levi, you really need to watch it because it's he's as charming in that as he is in this. He's also very skinny. Yeah. <laughs> like he bulked up for this role. I mean, they still had to pad him a yeah. bit, but he he bulked up for this role hmm. both times. Um so history of Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know, Let's start there. I was thinking, what an interesting parallel. Starts off published with a with a brand uh, 
you know, in the same way that Captain America was originally published by um, Timely Comics, which would later mm-hmm. become Marvel. In this case, not uh, would become Captain Marvel publishes published by a different company entirely that gets bought yeah. by DC. Yep. Yeah, the same way all the Carlton Comics characters, like uh, Blue Beetle and all that, and uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was all-star comics. Oh, I didn't so, realize that. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not an original DC property. So, but yeah, Cap- Captain Marvel was originally Wiz Comics, which is probably why, oddly, at one point during this movie, Shazam says, gee whiz, sir. I thought it was Fawcett Comics. Wiz. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I did my research on this. I am. Oh yeah. What? Oh okay. Wiz Comics. Bean, this is my favorite part of the episode. Wiz Comics where is the I... title, but it was published by Fawcett Comics. But it's still Wiz Comics. Okay. Okay. Yes, but <laughs> yes, but uh, yes. So the title was. Different. We're technically both right. <laughs> yes. 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 Title of the of the series and publisher. Got it. Yeah. Originally, Captain Marvel. He is. He is our first uh, superhero to hit the silver screen. I saw that, yeah. 1941, yeah. uh, So that's pretty cool. Uh, Sometime in the 70s is when Marvel sued? Uh, Let's see. Or 80s. 72 is when DC Comics acquires Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was the late 80s. Oh, they sued them. So they were so Fawcett was sued by DC in 53. Whoa. For what? DC alleged that Cap- Captain Marvel was a copy of Superman. And then in 72, Fawcett wrong. licenses uh the character rights to DC, which at that point uh yeah, so that that's when they come into the DC uh banner. Huh. Um Okay. Yeah, and I'm looking to see the Marvel conflict. But while uh, you look up, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> um, as we all know, there's another character called Captain Marvel. Being you've also seen that movie. Yep. Um, Who's the uh, second Captain Marvel for Marvel? For a lot of people. For Marvel Comics. Yeah, yeah right? Like yep. The cre- yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they sued uh, and won, even though, you know, Captain Marvel Shazam had been around for 30 years before. Marvel, Marvel premiered in the seventies, right? Oh, or sixties? Okay, twenty, thirty years. Yeah. Either way, you know. Um, <clears throat> and so then they had to change it to Shazam, and everyone was like, "But that's what he says." So turn into it, and DC Comics kind of hand wavy bullshit way of getting around <laughs> it was saying, "Well, it's how he says it. He has to say it like Shazam." I'm like, this is. I know you guys are backed into a corner right now, and you don't know what to do, but think of something else. Uh, yeah, so Captain Marvel, so Marvel's Captain Marvel, the the Kree superhero, shows up in 1967. Okay, um, so about 30 years. Now, yeah. So you mentioned this is the first superhero to show up on movie screens in the 40s. 41. Yep. There was uh, do. Um, do you remember the TV series of Captain Marvel? Well, yeah. it was Shazam at that time. And again, right. it's, I, it, it is a confusing conundrum of what you call the character, right? I mean, the right. character is, it, it's, he is the Frankenstein's monster of superhero comics 
Fair? Sure. Yeah. Well, and also the fact that no one ever actually calls him Shazam in the movie. And no one calls him Captain Marvel in the movie. Well, they're never going to, but, yeah. you know, uh, Savannah calls him champion. champion. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the kids call him Billy. Yep. So it's probably what they're continuing to do for uh, Fury of the Gods. Yeah. 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 Uh, I have we trying to remember. Do we have any sense of whether he's going to appear in that? What? Fury of the Gods. Cameo Shazam? Only? Yeah. No, it's his sequel. Shazam Fury of oh, the I'm Gods. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm movie. sorry. I was thinking Black Adam. I'm sorry. You, you, I'm you think, did this the last time. I did this we've... last time. Yep, sure did. <laughs> uh, I, I imagine end credit scene because they're, they've got a build to Black Adam versus Shazam. Sure, sure. Which There's actually I a deleted scene in this movie that... Um, Brings in Black Adam. Not you don't see him, but if you look in the throne room, there are seven chairs, but there's only six in the Shazam family. And Mary's like, uh, "Who's the extra chair for?" And it like closes in on the chair. And it's like, you're like, oh, well, nothing good's going to happen, nothing even good. if you don't know that's Black Adam. <laughs> you know it's bad. Oh my. <laughs> uh, so the yeah, the, I just wanted to give yeah because we a we haven't done it in a while, and b uh, Shazam's is pretty interesting. Yeah, hundred percent. He started as Captain Marvel, was bought out, and then Marvel Comics got mad and won a lawsuit that, frankly, they shouldn't have. Simply because this this Captain Marvel was out first. I don't know why the judge sided with Marvel. I'm like, sorry, this is out first. Well, I think there's, this is, and this is not a DC Marvel thing. If it had been roles reversed. Whoever had it first should be able to keep the name. Well, the interesting thing about trademarks, unlike copyright, so copyright protects the unique expression, either <laughs> words, music, images. It protects the unique expression of, in this case, a character. Um, yeah. Copyrights expire. In famously, steam, you know, did the Disney Company, which you know lobbied Congress hard over the last forty years. To extend huh. copyright protections, which they have, um, Steamboat Willie has entered public domain. So the copyright has expired. Trademarks are different. And this is where it gets a little bit funky. As long as a trademark is in use, they do not expire, unlike a copyright. Right. So even though Steamboat Willie is in the public domain, the Mickey Mouse and I'll bet you even Steamboat Willie are protected as trademarks. Oh, I, I I guarantee they are because in front of Disney Animation Studios, mm -hmm. their vanity logo, what is it? It's Steamboat Willie. It's Steamboat Willie and, whistling. And the funny yeah. thing is, as soon as you stop essentially like protecting or defending the trademark, the protection can lapse. So I'll bet yeah. you that was the basis because you had about a 20-year period, you know, Fawcett Comics stops publishing Captain Marvel in the early 50s. They mm -hmm. license... They license it to DC 20 years later in 72. So you could, I'm sure that was the basis of Marvel's lawsuit was that this, you know, the, there was, this was not a trademark. It wasn't being used and defended. So that's our non lawyer take. Yeah. If your cousin, you know, Matt who would have been, uh, it's exactly, you yeah, Matt, beat tell me us there how by one on second. That. <laughs> yeah. Even though this is not his expertise in law either. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Bean, how you doing? I, I, we're really, we're really, you, no, you're a good okay. sport for putting up for it. All right. Just want to share some other production notes. So 
Two yeah. two people get writing credits. So oh yes, Darren Lemke gets a story credit. Now he also wrote Shrek Forever After, Jack the Giant Slayer, Goosebumps, and Goosebumps Two. The screenplay. What's that? Gershberms, my favorite book. Uh, the screenplay credit goes to Henry Gaden, who has a lot of shorts, um, but the only other real feature film credit. I don't care what he has in his closet, yeah. but what kind of writing stuff has he done? That's, those are the jokes, folks. Uh, Earth to Echo, uh, he has the screenplay oh, yeah. credit for that. Sure. Uh, that was like a found footage thing, right? Uh, I rem- I remember that it was a thing, but I can't. I, I didn't see. I it. feel like it was shot in that time when found everything, footage was, yeah, was really big. So now the director is David Sandberg, and I would <laughs> I would suggest that you know DC really you know made some kind of bold moves here with some relative newcomers in both the writing and directing spaces. So those sure. two gentlemen, um, you know, had some credits, but you know, not an ex- extensive filmography. Uh, David Sandberg before this uh, really only directed shorts, and he's got a lot of no, uh, he's got a lot of shorts credits, but um, horror, yeah, more specifically, he he, he, he directs uh, Lights Out, Annabelle, um, Annabelle Creation. Mm-hmm. He did two of the uh, two or three of the Annabelle movies. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, I think just the one. But he did. Oh, I thought he did too. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he directs. Um, I mean, they're all like shorts, video shorts, documentary shorts. Um, Have you ever seen Lights Out? The short. No. No. Oof. So he directed that short, and then, then then the movie, and then the movie yep. in 2016. This comes out in 2019, so just a few years later. This is pretty much the thing that probably had DC uh, Studios or whatever it is, Warner Brothers. This is what caught. That's what caught their eye to have. Him direct. It's very. It's it's good. It's very visually uh, uh, well done. There's a lot of uh, the whole thing is like the monster in it uh, can only appear in the dark. Got it. Got it. Oh, that's the one you were telling me about. That every time the lights go out, it's closer. Uh-huh. That was the short, and then they expanded that. Yeah, to a full and then they the pretty much the opening of the movie is that short redone with a little more, you know, Hollywood juice to it. Got but it, yeah, got yeah. It, got it. Yeah, in fact, the boardroom scene that I haven't seen probably maybe since the first time we watched this yeah. because being rightfully is always like, nope, fast forward. Nope, <laughs> don't want to see the monsters because that's a really violent scene. Sure. And I, I totally sure. get that. And as we're fast forwarding last night watching this, uh, the bean goes, why Why is it so violent? I'm like, oh. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I said, why does it go on for so long? Oh, that's what it was. You're <laughs> oh, right. That's Thank interesting, you. That's an interesting take. So. Hold on to that. When we get to that scene, I want to hear. I want to hear your thoughts around that. Well, uh, they've only seen it once. Okay, (laughs) I'm just. I'm just not like a violent movie person. Yep. Yep. Um, Which is fine, but I I said it's because Sandberg, uh, his roots are in horror. Sure. You know. Sure. Now, uh, the last thing we typically talk about is the money, because without that, these Mm. movies don't get made. Uh, This movie has a budget of $100 million, does uh, worldwide $366 million at the box office. So successful. That's why we're getting a sequel. That's why we're getting a sequel, yeah. But again, I think this is one of those, um, you you know, it was critically well-received as well. Mm -hmm. Commercially, it was successful. People liked it, and and again, you know, it's right around the same time that we got Wonder Woman. 
Yeah. Uh, totally different tones, but boy, you look at those two movies, and those, again, really represent high watermarks for DC films, in my opinion. Yeah, high watermarks for completely different reasons. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then finally, our IMDb score for the movie. Um, oh, yes. So out of 10, um, now, Bean, don't give us your rating. We'll do that at the end. But do you want to make a guess at what IMDb rates this movie at out of 10 points? Mm. I'm going to say like an 8. Okay. Casey? An 8. Okay. I'm going to say 8.7. I'm okay. going to get real specific, so, as always. So we'll save our uh, our personal ratings for the end. On IMDb, this movie currently has a rating of 7.0. So we'll see Gee, how we feel about we, that in a we, few minutes. <laughs> if we wade through all the reviews, I wonder how many of them are just going to be people who just hate it because it's a DC movie. Yeah, I, I'm scratching my head at that one. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be it's tough that, to yeah. be a DC fan, man. Like there, uh, As we record this, no spoilers, but as we record this, uh, the finale of Peacemaker came out, and people are mad about something that happened in it because... They're taking it the wrong way. Uh, nerd, they're nerds they're be at, crazy. Yeah, they're saying that uh, they're pur- purposely erasing Cyborg uh, because he wasn't there. I'm like, no, no. Ray Fisher says he doesn't want to play the character anymore. Yeah. And, and by the way, they can't put him. And they can't put someone who looks like him in there. There's literally laws against that, thanks to Crispin Glover. Uh, so they just instead of casting someone for this 10 second thing. Cyborg and Batman just weren't there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't see Superman's face. We don't see Wonder Woman's face. But we know face. who it is. But we know who it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We know who the character is. And uh, what character I believe is. Gal, Gal isn't there because I believe she was pregnant with Baby 3 oh, wow. when this was filming. All right. So. Okay. <laughs> would have been a weird thing to try and explain. <laughs> all right. So with all that out of the way, now we get to the fun part, which is let's roll that film. So let's talk Vanity Logo to begin. <laughs> How cool is this with the lightning and the storm that becomes the clouds that are creating a lightning storm that's also snowing? It's thunder snow. Thunder snow. Real thing. Real thing. Which Real if thing. you live in upstate New York, you know about. Uh-huh. Which coincidentally is where this movie opens. Well, I mean, upstate if- New York. I mean, I'm pretty sure this is Hudson Valley. Wow. Which is weird because it's upstate New York, but then they move everybody to Philadelphia. You know, I, I wondered what that was, if there was some connection, like did the original creator of the character, uh, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. But Oh, wait, I think I did see something. I thought I had an extra note in here about that, but never mind. Okay. We see the wonderful John Glover. Yes. Uh, Driving in a car. John Glover has appeared in a movie on this podcast before, and mm-hmm. frankly, this is a much better movie, but it also, double frankly, not a very high watermark. That's true. You know, John's been in a bunch of DC stuff. This, Batman and Robin, Batman the Animated Series, Smallville. He's a DC guy through and through. He's a character actor. Sure. He's just an incredibly prolific performer, right? Yes, absolutely. He's currently on uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Do we ever find out their name here, that they're the Savannas? I don't think so, but... I don't think so. 
They're the Savannas, and uh, Papa Savannah is driving them to his father's house, and uh, you can definitely tell the uh, dynamic with the children here. He seems oh. very nice to the kid in the front seat. Back seat kid, eh, not so much. You can't go crying to other people all the time. A man needs to know when to stand up for himself. Bean, do you ever feel this way? Does your 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 dad ever uh, throw you in the back seat? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, when do, when do you have to sit in the back seat when mom's in the car? Yeah, and that's her then, fault. And you don't always have to. <laughs> Ding-a-ling. That's me just rolling the grenade in. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. wow. That was a... Uh, early, like to early. call that throwing someone under the bus. <laughs> beep, beep. So, yeah, he's playing with a magic eight ball, which I was about to make a joke but uh, being you have a Magic 8-Ball, so you know exactly what this is. I do. Yeah, you got a little one. You got a little mini one. No, I had one before, but I think I broke it or I lost it. One of those. It's probably in your room somewhere. Don't feel bad. We all had a Magic 8-Ball, and we all broke it. <laughs> I personally did not have a Magic 8-Ball. Uh, really? Going over to friends' houses, they would have them like... What's this magic? Give me that thing. I need all the answers. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's he's doing some questions. Your magic isn't real, Ball. Will Thad ever be a man? Every bully in every 80s movie did with the Magic 8 Ball. <laughs> Ouch. Outlook not so good. Throws it back in the back seat. He's looking at it, and all of a sudden these weird, like, uh, images start showing up on it. You broke it. The glass starts to fog up around him. The vehicle goes into warp drive, and suddenly he's in the Cave of Wonders. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. You skipped a whole bunch. The dad and the brother aren't in the car. Oh, you're absolutely right. The dad and the brother disappear, too. It's almost like there's a staging area before the transition, right? Like everybody else clears out, and then you get to to teleport. He opens the door. He's in this giant cave. There's this bizarre caterpillar-looking thing in a uh, glass dome. He'll become important much later in the film. That is Chekhov's caterpillar? Yes, he is. He walks into this, like, almost throne room. There's these... One big seat with all these other seats around it, and across one wall, there are all these uh, statues of all the seven deadly sins. This is right out of the comics. They don't look this creepy in the comics. These are absolutely terrifying. <laughs> and then there's a glowing, you know, there's a, a MacGuffin in the other corner. I saw a note on IMDb in the trivia section, which is always mm-hmm. one of my favorite places to go, that the uh, David Sandberg said the... Uh, devil dogs from Ghostbusters were the inspiration for the Sins design. Absolutely. Seeing that, you're like, oh, that is perfectly what they are. That exactly sums them up. The only problem is you can't really tell all seven Sins apart. You can pick out some. Gluttony's pretty easy to figure out. But in that same IMDb trivia section is a list of the design. Apparently, someone thought the design fit perfectly. So, Mm, Wrath. Anger, vengeance, however you want to say it, but wrath is what the actual sin name is, uh, is bulky and brawny and the most aggressive and combative of the sin. So he's probably the one who talks the most, which I believe he is voiced by a very prolific voice actor, Jason Blum. There's that. Uh, Pride is the only sin to have wings and horns. So he's the one pretty much looks like the devil. Mm Mm-hmm. Greed has the four of four arms. More arms are necessary and useful for grabbing much of what it desires. Gluttony, we know he's uh, he's a great bird fat person. <laughs> um, Ooh, uh, Bean, your mother uh, 
hates that voice when your dad does that. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah. Being also, your mother does not listen to this podcast anymore, so I am free to make that. We we listened one time in the car. One time. And then she probably turned it off because yes. your, your dad and uh, Mr. Todd said too many bad words. <laughs> no, she just said it was annoying. <laughs> I, I get a similar reaction from Aubrey, so uh, I <laughs> Sloth has a feature of a sloth animal and tentacles, which enable him to reach out and grab things rather than properly moving around. Lust has a long tongue. And prefers to target females. And there's a note here. Sandberg specifically wanted to design that avoided female traits. Because a lot of times when mm-hmm. lust is uh, portrayed in, in media, it's a female character. Yep. And Envy, obviously, the smallest little guy, little gremlin looking guy. And also while we're talking about that, there's also seven heavenly virtues. Mm-hmm. And Billy Batson himself portrays all seven during the course of the movie. Okay. I'll, I'll point them out when we get to each one. Okay, sure. Because we're about to get to the first one in a minute. And that's a nice duality, right? So you've mm-hmm. got the seven deadly sins, and then actually it's, a, I guess, a triumvirate, right? Um, you get the seven deadly sins, the seven wizards, of which mm-hmm. Shazam is the last remaining. Um, and then, of course, they're, they're going to call on seven great powers to... To uh, imbue Captain Marvel. It makes sense that he's called Shazam because Shazam is an anagram. The strength of Hercules, yeah. the, the... Yeah, I can't remember it. The wisdom of, Sol- the wisdom wisdom of Solomon, Solomon. Strength the pow- of Hercules. Uh, power of Hercules. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. You're right. The strength of Hercules, the... Uh, see, I, I wrote it down. It's a weird mix. We'll get they to clearly it, wanted to shell, spell Shazam. <laughs> oh, did this, but that's from the comics. Oh no, that's, no it's totally from yeah. the comics. Yeah, it's uh, been but it's there a mix of like since the beginning Greek, Roman, biblical. Uh, it's basically yeah. they they took you know character traits and names wherever they could. He is the shield of the DC universe. <laughs> we get the old wizard who was originally uh, played by Ron Cyphus Jr. Uh, until they needed to do reshoots, and he was busy doing This Is Us. He's the grandfather uh, oh, oh, of like This him. Is Us. Oh, I like him. Yeah, yeah, And they brought in Jaimon Honsu to just reshoot the whole thing. He's like, hey, I'm a wizard. I'm going to give you these powers. But first, you have to pass the test. He's a really angry wizard, right? Like, Well, most wizards are. Have you met Gandalf? He's not. <laughs> I wouldn't say Gandalf's angry. I would say Gandalf is cantankerous. Sure. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. And movie Dumbledore is definitely cantankerous. Yes. Book Dumbledore, man, not so much. <laughs> so he has to go look at this, the, the orb, the MacGuffin, as I pointed out. What does he have to, does he have to do something to it or like not be tempted no, by it? He, uh, yeah. So clearly it's a test, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like uh, almost, you know, biblical in nature um, or even, or pre-biblical, right? Even like, you know, it's it's a variety of um, ancient tests, right? So don't, you know, Orpheus can bring, uh, what is that, Eurydice uh, up out of Hades, but if he turns to look at her before they reach the land of the living, she'll be, you know, returned to the dead. Wow. Spoilers for Town. I know, right? Lot's wife turned to a pillar of salt, all these things. Uh, he is exposed to the eye of sin, and of course, he fails by being drawn to it, which is by, of course it's a temptation by the seven deadly sins, by just the statues though, the, the glowing red eyes and oh, their voices being this 
I'm like, oh, <laughs> have you never seen a movie before, kid? Yeah. Like, if something talks to you in this voice, you don't do what it wants you to do. You're like, oh, you're clearly evil. You're going to do bad things. Bye-bye. If someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. If they talk to you in that voice, you say no. <laughs> right? I mean, those are clear movie rules. <laughs> Only the purest of hearts can resist their temptations. But you... You will never be worthy. Obviously, he fails. He gets thrown back into the car. Very important to point out what song is playing on the radio. Oh, I did not note that. Do you hear what I hear? <laughs> because it is Christmas time. But this is not oh, a Christmas movie. Oh, it's 100% a Christmas it movie. It is not a Christmas movie. If there's a it, Christmas song, I count it as a Christmas movie. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, two against one. Sorry, Todd. Out of respect <laughs> for you, young miss, I will not argue with you. Much like Die Hard, this is a Christmas movie. I respect you, Bean, very, very much. And so I Are you hear gonna, you. I hear you. There we I go. hear you. Yeah, there was. There was. I hear you. <laughs> okay, so he freaks out. He and his older brother get into a bit of a fight. Dad gets distracted. They almost run off the road. He freaks out on him. Stop it! You miserable, whiny little shit! You could have killed us! If there was any confusion on whether or not Papa Savannah liked uh, his little son, it's all very clear right there. Yep. And in perfect, beautiful David Sandberg timing, they're yelling, and boom, they get hit by a truck right when the music swells. That part was really funny. Yeah, it's very dark joke. <laughs> But it's a it's that perfect horror timing, right? Like you've set it up and you you're you're tense in the as the car does it spin and then go they end up sideways in the middle it of the road. Rolls. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, it spins in the middle of the road, then gets hit yeah, by yeah. the and and flips but over you, three you have times. That mo- uh yeah. you have that moment of oh my god, and then you're like, Oh, we made it. And as you you know, kind of exhale that's mm-hmm. when the, the headlights come and they get hit broadsides. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the great thing was, Bean, you, you forgot that Savannah survives because they make it seem like he's dead. Yeah, yeah. I literally was like, oh, my God, dad's dead. Whoa, crazy. And then I was like. Because <laughs> I remember the first time we watched this, Danny and I were like, this might have been a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Oh, we're kind of dark. Um, you know, it's subtle. But certainly when we see Papa Savannah later, he in the boardroom, he's in a wheelchair. So clearly yeah. he is permanently injured by the accident that he and his older son blame on Thaddeus. Yeah, that's I mean, when I was that's when I was like, Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. He he survived. Yeah. Uh the end of kind of the prologue of the movie, I guess. We are now in well, well, no, wait. I, well there's, a little, there's a little bit. We go back to the Rock of Eternity. So we'll know later. That's the Rock of Eternity, which is the center of magic. We see the bonds that are holding the deadly sins in their statue forms appear to be weakening. They're taunting the wizard. Your magic grows weak. Soon you won't be able to contain us. Frustrated that, you know, Shazam kind of yells to the heavens, you know. Seeking spell! Find me one soul! Who is worthy, no matter how long it takes. Spoiler, yeah. it's a few decades, so he's uh, <laughs> just he's waiting. A little bit of time. Yeah. Uh, so and then we go now, to your favorite movie trope, Casey. When does this movie take place? Present day. Today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, is it present day? Because don't we have to have the... 
Oh, no, that's right. The Billy flashback hasn't happened. It hasn't yet. happened yet. It's Philadelphia right. today. Yep. Philadelphia today. Cops roll up on this uh, alarm going off. Asher Angel from uh, the the serial killer that is Andy Mack. Stop. <laughs> I. What is that? I don't know what okay. that is. What the, Andy Mack is a TV show. There's these four guys, and Asher Angel is in it, and. At the end, she has this, well, she has this shack, and it's, like, where she keeps all of her art supplies because she's, like, crafty or whatever. And But at the end, she, like, paints it white, and then we were watching, the like, the trailer for it on, like, Disney Channel, and then you made a joke, and you were like, oh, my God, she murdered all those people because then one of the characters was like, what did you do? So yeah. that was the joke no, no, there. It wasn't even what what would you do. She's looking around the – you don't see it in the trailer, but they're looking around the painted Andy shack going, Andy, what did you do? And I'm like, are there dead bodies in there? That's the level of reaction she had. You know, I love that those fan-made videos where they will take a trailer or a scene and they'll drop in just different music. <laughs> And totally change the whole feel totally of it, right? Changes the if you whole put in some, it, yeah. uh, you know, low chords in there, right? Like, <laughs> I don't write music; I write tones. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where Asher Angel is from. And the interesting thing about that, if you go back and watch Chuck, one of Andy's other friends on Andy Mac plays young Chuck. On Chuck. No kidding. Uh, the guy who plays Josh. Josh. Yeah, the Joshua. Character. The actor's name is Josh. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. Um, I, I, uh, I was in and out on Andy Mack. <laughs> There's a few, certainly not as many Easter eggs as our you know recent movie Teen Titans Go to the Movies, but. Um, there's a few <laughs> Easter eggs in here. So we we talked about um, Fawcett Central is the name. Fawcett Comics published uh, Captain Marvel originally. Fawcett right. Central is the school they're at. Um, right. The Holy Moly. So we see Billy Batson and he says... Holy Moly! The boys in blue! Holy Moly was one of the the TV phrases. If I'm if my memory serves correct, the Captain Marvel TV show, or Shazam, I think it was Shazam, which yep. I we watched because, again, the era when there was no... There was no internet. There were no, you know, VHS tapes. Like there was no, ca- literally, there was no cable. Uh, right. Whatever you know, was on was on. You had the Spider-Man live action Oof. series. Oof you had doof. the Batman in reruns, and Hooray! we had Shazam and Wonder Woman. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. this, I, you know, ironically, this is one of the first superheroes that probably entered my consciousness through the TV series. Mm-hmm. And so then there yeah. was a spinoff, if I remember right, for. Isis, was it? The terrorist cell? Uh, no, yeah. No, the Egyptian goddess Isis. I feel like from the TV series there was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm reading from the Wikipedia page for the character Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel first comes to TV in 74. Filmation produced Shazam, a live-action television sh- show, which runs from 74 to 77 on CBS. Mm-hmm. From 75 until the end of its run, it aired as one half of the Shazam Isis Hour, featuring Filmation's own The Secrets of Isis as a companion program. Okay. And it was kind of like the... He-Man, She-Ra, kind of like oh, they, yeah. yeah, sure, yeah. yep, okay. Hmm. Again, properties the Bean doesn't know. Uh, I know. No, I know She-Ra. I wanted yeah. to watch it for a while. My friend knows it. All right. Well, you want to? Okay, we can watch it. Okay. Well, there's like the other version on like Netflix. That's what I'm talking about. That one. We're not gonna oh, watch the old. Okay. The old cartoon was just to sell toys. Oh. Okay. Every week there was a new vehicle. 
That's right. That's right. So Billy uh, is like. I called as soon as I saw. They're in there. Are you still here? The cops go in. He's like. I saw him hide back in there. They open the door. The one cop's like, "There's nobody here." What do you mean? It's a closet. Asher's changed from being like, "Ah, oh, gee, guys, the bad guys do." You really bought that, huh? Yeah, is <laughs> really wonderful. Uh-huh. Uh, he pulls down the gate uh, in the outtakes. We watched the outtakes last night. Asher has a little trouble getting that gate down. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, and locks them in there. He goes in the squad car. He types in a name and uh, writes down an address. And as he Gets to that address, we get our first version, the Billy version, of a flashback at a carnival. Yes. One very fun thing to point out about this. What does little Billy want? I want the tiger. Uh, A tiger? Uh Uh-huh. What is uh, Shazam's sidekick? Uh, Mr. Talky Tiger? Tawny Tiger. Tawny Tiger, yeah, yeah. Who is a a tiger who wears a suit and can talk and walk like a human being. (laughs) That's so creepy. But it was pretty rad. Uh, he's had some cool iterations in the past. That's been a common theme through many of the, the through the Captain Marvel in the comics, right? So, Mister mm-hmm. the Caterpillar is Mister Mind. The Crocodile mm-hmm. Men in the the poker scene <laughs> in the door is uh, a longtime villain of his, right? One of them uh, is David Sandberg. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I read also, uh, Tawny Tiger was in one of the. Um, scripts for this showing up at some point and at that point they were looking at jim belushi to do the voice okay i'd I'd be down (laughs) for that all right i enjoy his work no not a fan that that's going to be your first choice is jim belushi i'd be okay with it yeah i'm not seeking Uh, him out but you know i'm not kicking him out Billy does what many young boys forget to do when they're searching the internet for things. He doesn't clear his browser history. <laughs> he goes to the door. I think you're my mom. And a woman of color answers the door. You sure about that? As she's closing the door, the cops pull up. Just had to take my lunch, huh? Because he left the address in there like a dingling. Save me any fries. He's at uh is this supposed to be a foster person? Is this like like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Is she like CPA or CPS? Uh, she's clearly like an administrator. Worker? Yeah. It, you know, she, I would say she, it, her office almost looks like a principal's office, but it's clearly not the school. Right. Right. So I, yeah, I would say she's an administrator with CPS. Yeah. Actually, that's probably not correct. It's probably like youth and family services or division of family services, depending on the state. CPS is probably, the, those are the folks who investigate abuse. allegations of abuse. Yeah. Yeah, this that's, that's this is the administration that takes care of wards of the state, right? So Billy is a ward of the state. Right. He's been in and out of foster homes, mainly out because he runs away every chance he gets. He sure does. Runs to different states. Yes. Oh, yeah. The later we see his birth records that say where he was born. I can't remember where it was, but that is the birth. It, it's Durban M, I think. Yes. It's a weird name and it's Minnesota, but the, the city he's born in is a weird city. And I'm like, oh, it's a fake city. No, no, no. It's the city where the creator of Captain Marvel was born. I saw that. Yep. Yep. I was like, oh, that's adorable. Nice. Can we spend a minute now that we've been introduced to the sure. foster parents and gush about how awesome they are? Oh, first of They're all, so, good. so it's Rosa and Victor mm-hmm. who we will find out were themselves 
foster children and yep. clearly just have this unconditional love and compassion and empathy. They are wonderful human beings. They are great. The father, Victor, is played <laughs> by Cooper Andrews. For me, he is the like the gentle giant of The Walking Dead. Who oh, uh, the king's the, like almost the, right hand man, right? Yes, yes, yeah. With the the body armor and the axe or the halberd, like the pole arm. Yeah, uh-huh. and he's obviously at least at the time of making this movie, he was still on the show. Hence the giant beard and long hair. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's the only reason he has that, I'm sure. He's like, um, you can tell who, like, if you follow actors from The Walking Dead and then they don't have, like, big beards and long hair anymore, like, well, oh, you're about to die. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Jerry is his character. Jerry. Uh, of yes. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Shows and how long I've been out of The Walking Dead. I'm like, I don't remember his character name. I don't care. <laughs> he's got 26 actor credits. You know, he's a he's just he's really good at playing this kind of guy. He like is. Yeah, he yeah. nails it. He's so good. He was um, also in the Gerard Butler Den of Thieves. Did you see that? No. Uh it was okay. It's no Geostorm. It's no Geostorm. That's totally <laughs> correct. Yeah. Uh so we get introduced to the rest of the kids in the house. Is that him? Oh my gosh, Billy! Oh, slow down, slow down. Welcome home. And that's Darla. And Darla. Big hugger. Noticed. Um, uh, oh, what's his name? Eugene. 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 Is it gamer? <laughs> is it ga- yeah. I said it was after dark, remember? Well, when did it get dark? There's three root beers next to him. Yeah. <laughs> we meet Pedro on the stairs. Uh, he does not say much. I don't take it personally. He's like that with everyone. Pedro, who I believe is their sole biological child. Absolutely. Yes, yep. you're right. Pedro is actual blood. And who's, what's the... Last kid, Freddie. Freddie, thank Freddy. you. Completely left uh, my brain. Thank you, Bean. Mm-hmm. Seem nice, but don't buy it. It gets real Game of Thrones around here. What, dude? I'm just just messing around. This kid, you know, kind of steals the movie. So played by He's Jack really Dylan Grazer, who I'm trying to remember if I've seen him in anything. He, he was sure in. He was yes. in it. He's in it. He was in it. Yep. Yep, he sure is, of course. He's, he's Richie, he's right? He's be- no, he's Eddie. Oh, Eddie, Eddie, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Spaghetti, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, he's so go good. He's so good. And he is a nerd inside a nerd movie. Behold the Holy Grail. One nine millimeter round shot at Superman himself. It's legit. Probably worth, I don't know, five, six hundred, maybe more. With a little tiny index card size certificate of authenticity that I'm assuming says this bullet was really flattened against Superman's chest, I'm guessing. It's including a... Oh, yeah, that's the, uh, the old battering. I mean, it's a, it's a replica, but feel how sharp. It could kill you in your sleep with that thing. <sighs> Soon to be not accurate batarang if yeah. uh, DC has their way. Uh. Completely erasing Batfleck from the entire universe, which I have my problems with. How dare they? I'm trying to get to Shazam. I'm trying yeah, to sure. speed through. Because, first of all, it's a half an hour before Zachary Levi shows up in this film. And that is 25 minutes too long. Let's get to Zachary Levi. And, and you know, No offense to Asher Angel. He's perfectly fine. But he's no uh, Zachary Levi. So let's stop for a second here. Is this the first superhero movie we've reviewed? Uh, it's not, but it's oh, certainly in the... Yes, the answer to, is this the first superhero movie we've reviewed? No. No, it's not the first superhero 
<laughs> Thank you. That was helpful. Thank you. Uh, but in terms of where the hero and their alter ego are played by different performers, it doesn't happen very often. So my birthday pick, was it last year or two years ago, was Swamp Thing. That in was that, two different people, that Ray case, Wise. And, yeah. You're right. Two different performers. But this doesn't oh, happen uh, very often. Your, your birthday pick this year. I mean. Uh, the Shadow? Yeah, it's Alec Baldwin for, you know, Lamont, but when it's the shadow, it's his brother Billy. Stephen Billy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, no, no, no just I can't nose. think of anybody. Just, just his, his nose. No, yeah. No, yeah. Um so yeah, that's pretty much introducing the um the foster house. Then we move to a bunch of screens that are saying different things about how they've had these encounters and we land on one person. They're being interviewed. Yes. That's exactly how I remember it. I, I don't understand. How do you know? Recurrent imagery has proven very common in cases of mass hysteria. The woman's indignation at the mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. I know. The term's a bit theatrical. And she's like, I, I wanted to be like, no, no. Mass is in like a group of people, not the level of hysteria you're having. Because I believe that was the uh, the homonym problem no, there. No, I think it's... So there's this um, red-headed clinician... Conducting this video interview. Dr. Cannon Fodder, I'm going to call yeah, her. <laughs> I think that's exactly her name. She's basically telling the woman being interviewed, yeah, you imagined all of that, and your judgment is unsound. That's the right. insulting but, part But she, when she says mass hysteria, it's because they, they've had more than one person yes. give the same. I think she's using the word mass as a group, not mass as a level of how hysterical she's being. Oh, yeah, no, no. I Yeah, yeah. That, but the interviewer's reaction... Or the interviewee's reaction is one of, uh, you know, mass hysteria. Like, I'm not hysterical right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah, takes yeah. it the wrong way. And I love the doctor's like, oh, God, I got to stop using that phrase. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like it, it has bit her in the ass before. <laughs> she has all the appearances of somebody who's going to be important. <laughs> spoiler. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Savannah's in the room, you know, in case you were wor- uh, wondering who the villain of the movie is, it's Savannah because he's literally lurking in the shadows. Played by the always wonderful Mark Strong. Oh, uh, yeah. he's He'll show up again. He's already showed up here. Yeah. And he'll ass. show up again uh, playing another bad guy. Poor guy. I'm sure he's a lovely individual. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah spoiler on that bad oh, guy. But, oh. I mean, think of the name. It's kind of... <laughs> yeah. He realizes that the symbols are repeating themselves because he sees it on the clock. They repeat seven times. He writes it on this door. Uh, doctor touches it. She Voldemort's out of here. Uh, and um, <laughs> the Bean's mother, my wife, was in the room watching it. Do you remember mom's face? When yeah. The, she just goes... She's disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> like, if if a face could have a, a a phrase to it, it was that was unnecessary and disgusting, and I wish I hadn't seen it. <laughs> uh, so he walks in there. Shazam, the old wizard's there. He knocks him out. The uh, sins get free, and they're like, "Hey, go touch this orb. It'll be totally cool." Like peer pressure on the highest level uh, to do some drugs, and uh, those drugs involve uh, putting an orb in your eye. Yeah, you don't, know. Bean, don't do drugs. Don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't do that. Put, don't don't put, put an orb in your eye. Don't try this at home. Don't, <laughs> kids, don't try this at home. That's right. And Savannah's eye is now all blue glowy, uh, indicating that he has now become a supervillain. Uh, kind of cut a- to they are now in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're walking in for the first day of school. Uh, Freddie gets hit by a truck. <laughs> 
by <laughs> the the douchebag brothers. No other yes. way to describe those two. Yes, babe. I call the I call them the. 80s bullies because they act like them and they look like you're them. not wrong you're not wrong and uh, as someone who has not seen a whole lot of 80s films you nailed it right in the head it is clearly what sandberg <laughs> is going for yeah they are these two are the the, the my father owns a ski resort <laughs> <laughs> there there is no character development they are just two-dimensional cutouts they are school bullies yep 100 mm-hmm. and they got this really souped up truck they're mad because Oh, wait, does he get hit when they're leaving school? That's right. He, yeah. yeah. They yeah. Get hit. So why are they? Oh, never mind. We'll get there. Yeah. So the bullies Six. hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So going right. in. Right. Yeah. Yep. I, I, Darla's just trying to make Billy feel at home. Have a good first day, big brother. Look, you, you don't have to hug me all the time. We're not actually brother and sister, so. She had made a poster for him when he got there. I'm sorry. But Pedro. She's like, I'm your sister. He's like, who are you? It's It's almost heartbreaking to watch, right? Like she's yeah. like, oh, it's it's metal detector. I know what a metal detector yeah. is. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm thinking Darla's level. Darla's Darla's got to be what ten? Oh, if if that, she's ten, maybe ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freddie asks Billy the question. So, uh, Bean, you've not seen this, but I, I love when. Oh, okay. Here's a better version. I was thinking of a Quentin Tarantino example that I couldn't share. Here's one I can Ugh. share. In Kill okay. Bill Volume 2. That's still Quentin Tarantino. It is, but this is better than the one at the beginning of Reservoir Dogs, which I can't share with your daughter. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate in it. Thank Kill you. Bill, there's this whole like theory about how Clark Kent is the false persona and Superman is the is the true persona. I, I love it when movies will take these topics that sometimes show up in and sometimes it's the movie introducing it, but but they, they become like topics of conversation. So it is the classic question. If you could have one superpower, flight or invisibility, what would you pick? Freddie goes into this whole explanation of how but everybody chooses flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. And who doesn't want people to think they're a hero, right? But, but invisibility, no way. I mean, that's pervy. Spying around on people who don't even know you're there, sneaking around everywhere. It's, it's a total villain power, right? What it's setting up, of course, is this question about the difference between power or authority and morality. Mm-hmm. Something that our last president clearly would have benefited <laughs> from some reflection on, right? The Having power guy. does not make something moral. Right. And right. I love when those things happen in movies and, and you get that little bit of uh let's just let's just kind of tease this a little bit. Let's play with this a little bit. Let's think about this. So for me, mm-hmm. I would not choose flight, but that does not make me a villain because if you choose flight, you have to be able to also have infernal mobility. Otherwise you're gonna break every bone in your body when you try and land. So yes. So you're going to the you're going to the practical application of it, which is totally fair. Mm-hmm. Does that does that come with yeah, I, anytime this I this is obviously a question that's been asked of me. Yeah. I'm like, well, does flight come with invulnerability? I'm not going up miles and miles in the sky and then come and try and land. Dead. I'm a pancake. I need to be able to be invulnerable or like cannonball. Like I turn invincible when I'm flying. Sure, sure, sure. It's like the um, in many fantasy stories that I've read, the, you know, the question of eternal life is worthless unless you also have eternal youth. I don't want right. to keep getting older. <laughs> you know, right. Right. That would be horrible, right? I want eternal life with eternal youth. Aha, be the now. night at the end of uh, Last Crusade. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I would have chosen poorly. 
So. Ew, that's a bad idea. But I love Billy's answer to this. I choose flight so I can fly away from this conversation. <laughs> Which is often the conversa- the response that our non-geek friends have when we start talking about our superhero movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> End of day, they're leaving. This is where we meet the bullies for the first time that we have already wait, described. Wait, wait. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Then Freddie mentions that he thinks that Billy's gonna like run away and then right. claims that he stole the Superman bullet. Yeah. Yes, that's very important for later. You're right. That is something to thank you. Yep. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing is exactly You're 100% what that correct. Is. I'm so smart. You are. You're the <laughs> smartest 12 year old we've ever had on this podcast. Big brain. Big brain. <laughs> so Billy's walking away as they're beating the crap out of Freddie because he, he, he the, the audacity, the, he got hit uh, by their truck. Being your favorite new word, the audacity. It's a great word. I say that all the time. You do. You love that word now. That's a great word. Because it's fun to say. It is. <laughs> as he's walking away, one of the bullies says Billy's trigger word. What are you going to do? Go home and cry to mommy? Oh, oh yeah. You don't have a mommy. <laughs> <laughs> You he, see it on Billy's face. He turned. And slowly I turned. Step by step. Hey. Man, sorry about that. Not only beats the crap out of these bullies here, but he beats the crap out of them with Freddy's crutch. And I'm just it's like, great. That's, that's great. Runs away, catches the... Um, Stepboy? Yeah, but it's got a specific name in, in uh, Philadelphia. Subway... Part two. It's, I don't know. <laughs> like in Boston, it's the MTA, and out in um, oh. California, it's the something else, and in Chicago, it's the L. It's got a name. I can't okay. think of what it is. Um, it, this was heavily shown in the trailers for the thing, and when Billy turns around and stares at the bullies after the doors close, when we saw this, I'm like, Bean, I bet she's going to flip them off, and he does not. <laughs> I was very wrong. I was disappointed. I was disappointed. Freddie does earlier. Freddie Freddy does. You gonna pay for yeah. that, Freeman? Uh, for the dent you made, almost hitting me? Yeah, sure. Um, you guys take these. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen. But, I I admire Freddie's guts, if not his wisdom. Right? Like mm-hmm. he's he's got balls. Uh, he he's got grit. That kid. I'll give him that. You're fine with balls. It's fine. People get punched (laughs) in the balls in this movie multiple times. So one thing I forgot to point out, the very first virtue that Billy shows is uh, he is loyal to his mother and dedicated to finding her. But that's not one of the virtues. Diligence is absolutely a virtue. Well, it's the other. seven heavenly virtues are diligence, kindness, humility, temperance, patience, charity, and chastity, according to Catholic Christianity, sir. I'm sorry. I thought you were referencing the seven traits that the the champion is endowed with. God, God. No, the seven so the heavenly virtues to the deadly sins. Yep. Got to, it, got to it. the deadly sins. Got it. Got it. Okay, perfect. Uh, I believe that's the only one we've gotten so far. Hang on, let me see. Yes, we're gonna get another one in just a second. So um, Billy is on the subway train mm-hmm. as it starts moving. Yeah. The digital signage begins transforming into. The language that every train conductor speaks when you're on the subway in New York City, which is I killed my wife last night. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like they could confess to sins. One hundred percent. It could be their confession. One hundred percent. I kicked a dog on the way here just for fun. <laughs> I what do you say? never <laughs> understood those announcements. They were nope. of zero value to me. I they were never helpful. Being you don't get this joke, you've only ridden the subway once, and when we did, it was very crowded. But that is literally what subway conductors sound like. That was an actual That's quote. That's 
<laughs> yep, that's an actual quote. So, of course, the symbols we've seen before, uh, they are the mm. same symbols that will transport Billy to the Rock of Eternity. The ro- the Rock of, of eternity? eternity? Like, oh Dwayne The Rock Johnson? <laughs> I think he said this, like, so many times. It's <laughs> a funny joke. Uh, yes, hilarious. <laughs> wow. TSPHC <laughs> Army, do you see the shit I got to deal with? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Billy is greeted by Shazam. Billy Batson. How'd you know my name? I am the last of the Council of Wizards, keeper of the Rock of Eternity. Oh. You're that guy. A much weaker looking Shazam wizard. Sure, sure, sure. He explains seven thrones for seven wizards. But long ago, we chose a champion. And we chose recklessly. He used his power for revenge. Hang on to that, because we'll use that in a few years. Yeah. I call this section the preview for Black Adam. <laughs> is it, I bet you we're going to see some of this in there. Uh, ironically, isn't it the same idea for Dwayne The Rock Johnson's appearance in The Scorpion King? Sure is. Didn't he start as like, you know, he was trying to protect his people, but was sure corrupted was. by this power? Yeah. Interesting. And then he's turned into a giant scorpion. And he's yeah. turned into a giant scorpion. Yeah, that's right. If he doesn't turn into a giant scorpion in Black Adam, I'm, I'm going to be really happy. Oh, oh, got it. Okay. Because <laughs> that was some bad CGI. Uh, there's a very dirty joke in this section that uh, the bean now gets. Lay your hands on my staff. Gross. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so Billy does, which, uh, you know, he should go tell a teacher uh, mm-hmm. that I 100%. He does take the staff in his hand. And well, before before that happens, because he has to do the same test. Oh, sure, sure. He passes the test of going over there. Yep. And as he's transforming, he takes his the staff in his hand. He says Shazam as he's transforming. Jaimon Huntsu very nicely spells out exactly what Shazam means. The wisdom of Solomon, the strength of Hercules, the stamina of Atlas, the power of Zeus, the courage of Achilles, and the speed of Mercury. That was very kind of him. <laughs> <laughs> we get the first appearance in the movie of Zachary Levi, which is wonderful. If there's an actor who's going to capture the spirit of an adolescent teenage boy, boy, mm-hmm. it's him. Holy cow. Yeah, I hope they never do, and he's getting a little too old for it now. But if they had ever wanted to remake Big, which pretty much they did with this movie. Yeah, at uh, least one scene. Yep. It, it should be Zachary Levi. <laughs> like, yeah. he would have done just as well as Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's totally right. Yeah, yeah. I also love, in a world of superheroes, you know, you got Superman, Batman, all the people from the Justice League are already established people in this universe. I love everyone's nonplussed reaction to a new superhero walking around Philadelphia. There's like, hey, yeah. one person's like, nice cape. That's, <laughs> that's, right. Like, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. If you've got the a work- one, The one guy that was on the train where, oh. when, when he came My back. My brother, I applaud your choices today. Gold shoes, gold belt, white cape. It shouldn't work, but hot damn it does. <laughs> uh, we should also note Shazam crumbles into dust. Oh yeah, no more Shazam. R.I.P. Shazam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wizard Shazam. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, what? Yeah, what Wizard Shazam crumbles <laughs> into dust again. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Crumbles into dust. Frankenstein's monster is still walking still. around. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, hey, Bean, can you hold your glass up again? So 
uh, put it. So you see how it's uh, like a side cape. Yep. Classically, what the way that they do it, you can put it down now. Being thank you. The way that they do it now with the hood and yeah. it being a full cape is New Fifty Two Shazam. Yeah, I, I definitely remember seeing that and thinking, oh, they've updated from the traditional yeah. design. Yep. Uh, and in uh, Justice League War, where Shazam also appears, it is voiced by the wonderful Sean Astin. Oh, very which cool. is a perfect choice for Shazam animated style. Because it's like, hey, everybody, I'm Shazam. Yeah, I'm the I'm a full grown adult. <laughs> <laughs> So it, I actually think the costume looks great. It sure does. This yep. is the first appearance of spy footage almost ruining a costume for us. Oh, did we get? Mm-hmm. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. It was specifically the bus scene, um, one of the Bean's favorite scenes in this movie. <laughs> I got the bus. I got the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way he says it. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's the thing. If you can't, you're casting an actor who can sell it that he's a 15 mm-hmm. year old boy right like and he zach levi does it i mean there's that would not work if the actor doesn't make that doesn't sell that but seeing the costume in just regular lighting like in the spy shots we all were like oh this this may not yeah. work very well and it works so well you, you know, I love the idea that it is an ancient costume, and and later we'll get a Billy will say something along the lines of, well, you know, maybe the guy didn't get to pick his costume, like it was given to him. <laughs> um, but it works so well, so it, it works great here. It works even better, you know, a couple of years later when we get the teaser trailer for Black Adam, and he mm-hmm. first shows up, and he is wearing the hood, you know, covering his head, and you're like, oh, that. Perfectly makes sense, you know, and again, it, yep. it is evocative of, you know, images of, you know, wizards through the ages, right? This kind of this mystery and the idea of hiding a face. It's just, it, it works really well. It's a great choice. Great update from that that kind of half shoulder tape. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Shazam Billy comes back to the foster home and scares the crap out of uh, Freddy by knocking the window, holding up a sign that says, don't scream. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy, of course, screams. <laughs> He goes out there. He he realizes it's him by. Um, is this where he shows him the? Oh, he goes to show him the bullet. It goes down the the sewer drain. <laughs> stupid adult hands. And he's like, "What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing." And we get a like a mini powers explanation. It's not the full powers montage. We'll get that later. But mm-hmm. uh, it very quickly pro- progresses from kind of testing the powers to inadvertently stopping a mugger. And why are they try- are are they in that convenience store? Uh, that would be oh, what. Well, any no, no, not the convenience store. Well, oh, the before, mugger, the mugger in the park, right? Well, do they stop it, or has the woman already stopped it for them? <laughs> kind of, sure. She listen, was, potato, potato. You know, what I mean, yeah. she was my hero. She was such a go boss. Yeah, she was. She really was <laughs> spraying him with the pepper spray. Pepper that, spray. Because yeah. you hear the screaming and you think it's her, and it's actually the, <laughs> the guy getting sprayed. Right, <laughs> the guy getting sprayed. But certainly, Billy gets the assist at at the very least. And because of that, and also because she's terrified of this super strong guy, uh, they make... 73 bucks. 73 bucks? Come on! So what are they going to go do with that? I'd like to purchase some of your finest beer, please. And this scene is just sheer delight. This scene, every time we watch this scene, 
Every time I watch this movie, <laughs> the bean has me rewind at <laughs> yeah. least twice. You can tell by Freddy, the laughing. Yeah. Freddy <laughs> drinking the thing and just going, blah. <laughs> 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 you know, start to finish, this whole scene is perfect. This whole mm-hmm. scene is perfect. Yeah. If there was any doubt that Captain Marvel's true identity is this adolescent boy, boy, this whole scene start to finish just comes through. Freddy's willingness to expose him to danger to test the limits of his powers. We, we still don't know if the suit is bulletproof or if you are. Shoot him in the face. Shoot me in the face. In the face. That is one of my favorite Zach Levi things. He uh, has such a great way of going from, I'm really excited. Wait, what did we just agree to? I, I mean, he, did all the time on Chuck. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But it's just like, yeah, shoot me in the, fa- in the face. <laughs> what? Uh, I miss one of the virtues. Uh, back when uh, Wizard Shazam tries to get Billy to take the powers. Yep. Uh, he initially refuses them, claiming he is not worthy to be his champion. That is humility. Nice. All right. We got two. We got two on the books. Two on the books. So, spoiler, of course, it's not the suit that has bullet immunity. It's Captain Marvel. It kind of tickles. <laughs> You're dead. And I love that they run away from the cops at the end uh, of the scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, even though he's this big, huge guy, still like, Shit, it's the cops. It's the cops. And you're right. They they do try their beer. They are not two steps out of the store. <laughs> they spit it out. That tastes like actual vomit. And they go back for the grab bag of junk food I don't and soda. Think I don't think we've ever actually heard that line because we are all laughing so hard at Freddy's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Man, it's a pretty sick view. I totally get why Rocky was training so hard to get up here. They've got a little bit of a heart to heart. I like you like this. This is so cool. I mean, no offense, but like, like at first you were kind of like the opposite of how, of how Darla is. A dick. Your words, not mine. Then they go back home. He doesn't know how to change back, so they try and sneak in. <laughs> Big, huge, six-four uh, Zach Levi going up those stairs does not go well. Yep. They sneak into Darla's room. Darla is about to scream. He covers his mouth. Freddie. Hey, covering her mouth like you're gonna kidnap her is not gonna make her less scared. Okay. He's trying to explain that he's Billy, and he's like, I know I don't look like me. A wizard made me look. Maybe like Maybe don't start with the wizard. It's just gonna make her more confused. Some old guy brought me to a temple, and he made me say Shazam. Boom, he changes back. Freddy is immediately excited. Verbally triggered body manipulation properties. You can switch by saying Shazam. And the tree goes out. That's right. Oh, and, and, the, <laughs> and the wife. Baby, was that you? Are you okay? Uh, I, I was screwing on a bulb. The, well, the look on Victor's <laughs> face. So, Bean, I don't know if you recognize this, but Casey, your dad and I certainly do. That is the look of a husband slash father who has messed stuff up in the house before may have no, done something this time but they're not exactly <laughs> sure <laughs> wow it hurts mm. so and much yet it's so sweet it's so sweet from this side it's so sweet that's right <laughs> billy has transformed uh back to his uh his alter ego and uh or he's transformed back into his original form, so everything's good. Victor and Rosa are so happy to see him. And now we cut to the boardroom at Savannah Industries. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we can skip through this scene pretty quick because, again, haven't watched it in years because uh, uh, I always have to fast forward. But Savannah uh, finishes the job that Child Savannah couldn't do and straight up murders well, his father. Well, first murders his brother, Right. right? Bird is pretty much the yeah, entire Yeah, oh, they board, all die. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, Bean, I'm curious. So, did you fast forward this time as well? 
Yeah. Just because, okay. like, it's just, I don't want to, like, sit through that. It's just not, like, it's just too much and not interesting. That's the only okay. scene that I don't like in that entire movie. Okay. You're not a huge fan of violence. No. Like, Spider-Man No Way Home is, like, the your, your level. No, that was, like, nothing. You told me to, like, close my eyes, and I didn't. Oh, that's interesting. I, well, I, I think the... A certain fight in that movie uh, is, the is a little... Uh, no. Uh, uh, well, pretty much any time... That's a spoiler. You know, being I'm curious... Well, I'm not curious, but, you know, I, I think my take is when violence serves the story, I, I think that is different than violence for the sake of violence that doesn't serve a larger story, you know? Mm-hmm. I always think that, like, violence is good, in the movies, because like then it makes it it more interesting yeah. for other people, yeah. just oh, not for me. That's fair. That's fair. Sure, and that's I, fine. I do think certainly when he's a child, I do think there's it's easy to at least in some part empathize with Savannah, right? Like it's you, mm-hmm. there, you can't hear the father and the older brother like just I mean, pardon my French, crapping on him, right, and not empathize with him. You're adorable that you're saying crap. It's <laughs> right, well, fine. You can say shit. You know, the- <laughs> you know what? We we need to up this this rule. If it's said in the okay. movie, we're fine to say when we're doing family okay, movies like Shazam. That's, oh, that's a good that's a good rule. You watch the movie. That's right. Yep. That's right. It'll no be bleeped out today. like it was in the newscast at the end. I, I don't <clears throat> I don't care. I'm not going to sue you. you. I'm not going to call. No, it's it's for our, our, our tens of right. listeners. Being. Literally dozens of listeners. Um but if there's any doubt or empathy we have for this poor kid, I think this scene really serves to establish, in my mind, he's irredeemable. However he may have gotten there, he's made the choices by which he's clearly and without doubt a villain. Right. And he gets in the elevator at the end and he Kylo Ren's the elevator. So we definitely know he's a bad guy. <laughs> How dare you? Too soon. That's a Star Wars yeah. reference, Bean. I don't expect Back you to get it. Back at school, uh, the bullies park their truck, which, first of all, you can't park your truck right in front of the school. like Especially not yeah. curbing oh, half of the truck. Such, uh, not nice people. The yeah, Douchebags. Uh, yep. As they turn to go into the school, they hear a whoosh sound. They turn around, and the truck is gone. <laughs> Where's the truck? And it's the beautiful, like, the click, and you hear the, like, I hear it. But it's way high it. away. I just yeah. can't see it. And of course, a minute, uh, a moment later, the truck falls in a wreck, and it's the beautiful, uh, the beautiful comeuppance of the billies, right? Truck is destroyed. destroyed. Like there's no buffing cool. anything out there. <laughs> it's it's yeah, gone. That is, that is deep. So inside the school, Billy and Freddie are concocting a plan to leave the school. They're stopped by the security <laughs> guard, uh, but luckily, as Billy ducks around the corner. Hey, Shazam! transforms uh, and shows up as their father. I'm so sorry I'm late. I got held up at the business office. <laughs> Question more for yeah. Todd, simply because, being you haven't seen this movie. Is he wearing a trench coat because of Ferris Bueller's Day well, Off? I, hmm. I mean... Is it a mild homage to I that? Think, I think it's an homage. It's also practical. He established that he doesn't even know how to pee in that thing. He can't... like. His only option is to put something over the top of it to to close it. But yeah, right. it's definitely. And it looks like he's. It really looks like Zachary has 
on the oh, suit. He 100% has, he has to, right? Because of the padding of the suit. Although I, I did see, I was looking to your point, he put 20 pounds on. He's 220 pounds when he films this, which is impressive. Yeah. But he still has the padded yeah, suit. But, yeah. but he started, yeah. Yeah. I, I think. He's got an updated suit for the sequel, and I think they're more letting it be more of his oh, muscle. Interesting. I think he put even more on nice, for the next one. Nice. Yeah, so they skip school. And, and now uh, we get the delightful powers montage set perfectly to <laughs> Queen's Don't Stop Me Now. <sighs> it's one of my favorite songs. One of my favorite bands, one of my favorite songs of theirs. Yeah, 100%. How much fun is this montage? It's so good. The Bean really enjoyed when uh, Shazam flossed because I was like, remember? Remember when, Remember flossing? I didn't enjoy it. I was just like, oh, that was my reaction. <laughs> yeah, because when it happened the first time we watched, she's like, hey, he's flossing. And in my head, I'm like, this is not going to be funny in, in like two years. And <laughs> well, I was right. <laughs> you know, I, Freddie, for me, serves as... The audience, which we often have in stories, a character will be the audience, right? Like they're representing us. But mm-hmm. I love that it is the post-modern superhero us. Like we are aware of super superheroes and the the menu of powers. I love the methodical approach that Freddie really runs to go down the list to figure out what exactly can he do, and it's just delightful. Personally, my favorite is the flight test uh, as he yeah. runs up the half pipe. <laughs> That's a really good mix of practical to, I'm thinking either CGI or at least like a composite shot of it coming sure, up and sure. coming back down. I don't think they found a stuntman who can run and jump that right. high. As you would do if you were doing this, Freddie is filming all of this. And uploading it to YouTube. Uh, one of the names that he uses for it is Zapped in America. I actually grabbed... All of the names, I believe. Because you're a nerd. Go ahead. Because I'm a nerd. So we have Red Cyclone, Power Boy, Zapped in America, Captain Thunder, Captain Sparkle Fingers, Thunder Crack. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like a butt thing. Sir Zaps a lot and Mr. Philadelphia. That's a cream cheese thing, dude. They're walking through the mall. Uh, we get the the shot that was featured in the marketing as well. Your phone charged. Your phone charged. Hey. What? Your phone charged. Zap's the one, guys. It blows. And your phone charged. Well, you think you can do better? What the hell? <laughs> what was the era? Was it the Samsung Galaxy? Was it one of the Samsung phones that were uh, exploding? Like the nine, I think. But wasn't it around this time? I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I believe that's why this joke's in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe uh, if you go watch the Cinema Sins for this, they make that joke, like Samsung perfect. Galaxy Nine. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> Which is and, totally fine. Everyone had the same thought. I mean, the phones literally exploded in people's <laughs> pockets. <laughs> They go from the mall to a dance establishment <laughs> strip club, which, of course, a 15-year-old would do if he... One, one of my favorite quotes is in there is when he comes out. And What'd you see? What'd you see? Were there boobies? Would you see nipples? What? That's my favorite part. <laughs> we're going to need more money. Why? You're in there for like five minutes. Dude, you were very convincing. <laughs> which the next shot is 
they're at an ATM, and Captain Sparklefingers is zapping the machine to get lots of cash. Yeah, and the end of this uh, fun, uh, almost like, uh, you know what? It totally is a, uh, an homage to Ferris Bueller's Day Off, because this whole section is their Ferris Bueller's Day Off in Philadelphia. It's got to be. Sure, sure. But they don't go back to the strip club. No, no. They go and buy... All the electronics. A flat screen TV, an Xbox, every game. When the camera shifts and it's shooting, you know, from like the TV screen looking at them, mm-hmm. like every game is behind them. They've gotten everything. <laughs> so a little bit of a uh, minor felony there. Oh, my, uh, more the than minor. Thefts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what game are they playing, Todd? Oh, uh, it's got to be Mortal Kombat versus DC. It's just Mortal Kombat. Oh, just Mortal Kombat. Which... Who is Shazam playing as? Is it Raiden? It's got to be Raiden. Of course it is. (laughs) uh, Being Raiden in that video game uh, controls the power of lightning. Yeah. He's the lightning god. There's so much, like, foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. If that's the the word you Uh, want to use. That's more of an... uh, not an analogy. What's the I don't know. How, we I don't know, know he can use lightning at this point. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the word. I for think it. it's a, just a fun Easter egg. Sure. Like, hey, look, okay. he's using the lightning a person. And he's a lightning person. Sure. Yeah. It's a coincidence. It's yeah. a quinky yeah. dinky. A quinky dinky. That's what. It yes. Is. That is the technical term. <laughs> I mm-hmm. love that they very quickly progress from. Okay, we've got an Xbox and a TV. To, boy, you know we need to think bigger. A lair. Yes. And obviously, we're going to have to be making this purchase anonymously. Uh. <laughs> they go see the Bell home team. No, no. Oh, oh, I almost almost got a spit take there. Almost got. Listen, I just want to say, if you're in the greater Syracuse, New York area, and you need a lair or any other domicile, hideout, fortress, um, the Bell home team is who you want to go to. If you needed that, that's who I would send them to. The Bell home team will not actually be able to find you a lair, hideout, or a <laughs> bunker. <laughs> I love the scene, but it very quickly shifts from fun, just pure f- fun, to like kind of stabbing you in the heart. Why don't you just start with how many bedrooms you're looking for? One. Seven. One. Seven. What am I running a foster home now? Billy is not the noble hero at this point, and his like naked selfishness is just ugly. And mm-hmm. and we 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 see Freddie's reaction to that, which. I just feel like it's just so well done. And as they're leaving, Freddie goes off because he's mad. Billy's kind of wandering on his own. And he sees uh, someone he knows. That would be Mary. And she's not really paying attention to what she's doing. She's reading a note. And there's a plow, even though there's not a whole lot of snow. Yep. I mean, they're yep. salting. They're, they're salting the streets. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he runs over and saves her. They have what I want to call a dark Heart to heart. Don't be worrying about everybody else. Always look out for number one. Gandhi said that. I don't think he said that. Yeah, he did. Gandhi did not Somebody say, like Gandhi said take that. Take care of number one. It was a really wise... It might have been Yoda. Billy has rejected any idea of family. So Mary has been accepted to the college that she had her heart set on, but instead of being happy, she's sad. Because right. the idea of leaving her family is not something that she's looking forward to. In the same way, it's so ugly when... He reflects when he shares that with Freddie and the realtor. Yeah. You know, it's just as ugly here. Yeah. <sighs> but this is the point in the movie where you're like, were we supposed to be rooting for this dude? Because yeah, how do he get the powers? He's not. Yeah. He's not super awesome. Hey there, this is Mike Wyatt Jr., the editor for Night Shift Radio's The Storyteller Series podcast. 
Over the past two years, we've brought you some of the best short fiction out there and turned them into full cast audiobooks. Now it's my turn to entertain you all personally. The first installment of my five book series, The Anesian Convergence, is coming out on May 27th. Released by Chris Kennedy Publishing and Theogony Books, the first novel in the series, Last Bid for a Dying Earth, is a near-future sci-fi about Sarah, a young woman who works on Earth's only space elevator for one of the last tickets off our dying planet. She'll do anything to have a chance of survival, even sacrifice her identity and safety under the control of an artificial intelligence. But when a chance encounter exposes a conspiracy that threatens the future of humanity, Sarah must decide whether saving herself is worth abandoning everyone and everything she cares about. The first book sets up the rest of the series, which will take place 400 years later, but you won't have to wait forever for the next one. Book 2, Fallen Hunter, should drop a month or two afterwards, followed by Book 3, Focused on the Wind. If I don't get hit by a bus or something, the fourth book should drop very shortly after that. So keep an ear on the ground and your eyes on the stars. The Anesian Convergence is coming to you May 27th. We skipped over a little bit. Freddie had made a claim at school trying to use the cachet of Captain Marvel to boost his own uh, status at school. That's right. He There's a day a, in between these, yeah, these two events. Yeah, He'd made a, a boast to everyone that uh, not only did he know Red Cyclone, Red Cyclone would be joining him the next day at lunch, which... Oh. You can see Billy like, I didn't agree to that. Like, you, mm-hmm. you know, spoiler, it's not going to go well. Oh, the uh, worst part fact, of it is him faking the phone call and the one girl grabbing his phone. Uh, like, he's not talking to anybody. I'm like, poor Freddie. He's literally like the object of the entire cafeteria's ridicule. Mm-hmm. Be- Bean, have you ever, hopefully you've never experienced, have you ever seen that level of, I mean, I would say the lunchroom, much like the school bus, <laughs> can be oh. a, Wretched hive of scum and villainy, right? Like, oh yes, very much so. Like how, some of the things that I hear, I'm just like, what? Like that's like my literal reaction. Yeah, you've heard some pretty <laughs> foul things on the bus. It's okay because I know I'm not like I can't say anything about it. <laughs> sure you can. I mean, I I could, but like then they would just like get more mad, and I don't want to awaken the beast <laughs> more than they. You'll be driving in a couple of years anyway, so you'll be fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you'll be driving in a couple of years. Please, yeah. you'll be driving. That's a horrible place. I yeah. mean, the bus is the worst. Oh yeah, but the 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 you know the unmoderated cafeteria, mm, pretty mm-hmm. you know a close second. You know, probably mm-hmm. up there with like gym locker room, oof. right? Like, oh. oof, right, oof. like. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I think again, you you really empathize with Freddie, right? Like this poor kid, just just wants some, you know, some element of status, right? Like he, yeah, he's not looking to be like president of his class. It's just something to elevate him just a bit from where he is. Sure, and and the next scene when Freddie confronts uh, Shazam, Billy, um, he says that you just wish it was you. No shit. You think? I would kill to have what you have. Because everything I do is like some, some desperate attempt to get people to notice me. To not feel sorry for me. I mean, look at me. Look at me. You haven't seen me? Because most people don't. Because they don't want to. Uh, Billy gets mad and uh, is doing his hands 
lightning hands, lightning from the hands. hands. (laughs) (laughs) He causes a a bus to crash. Yep. Uh, Very funny. Save the people. Right next to the Winter Soldier and Caps (laughs) battle on the overpass. So I think it's one lane over. Well, that's in D.C. This is Philadelphia. Different cities. Got it. But honestly, it's probably all filmed in Atlanta. So, yes, it's probably the exact same stretch of highway. Uh, I actually actually saw this, I think, was filmed in Toronto for Philadelphia. Canada? Yeah. We're going there in a couple days. (laughs) Are you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's where you're going next week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what are you, that's why I, I was like, "Hey, great, man, I'll be out of the country." <laughs> Got it. That makes a lot of sense. That was not. A, that was Lodge? not me being silly. I'm literally you're going. Literally going to be out of the country. Yeah. Uh, great Wolf Lodge. That yeah. is correct. We've been to that one twice. A lot of fun. Chosen one. So Savannah shows up. Oh yeah. Well, I uh, wait. We we have to do yeah, we, to cover yep. the bean. One of the bean's favorite Sorry. moments. Sorry. When hmm. Shazam catches the bus, what does he say? <laughs> I got the bus. I got the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I got the bus. I got the bus. Zach Levi sells it. In, just do you really believe that he has caught Billy a Batson. bus? Yeah. Oh, the dog. The dog. I like oh, yeah. the dog. No, 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 too. no, 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 doggy, doggy. You have to move. Move, move. Shoot, shoot. Please be a good dog. Good dog. You're being a bad dog. Go, go. Uh, you know, truly, Bean, if you like this movie, going back and watching Chuck, the series, so worth it because it's just it's his charm sells that show. And it's and it's a it's a it's a fun show. But, yeah, if you like him, you got to go see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, celebration ensues. Billy and uh, Freddie argue for a bit. Freddie bounces out again. And right on cue. The so-called perfect man, pure of heart, flawless in every way. What made you so worthy? Supervillain Savannah now, like, what he's wearing, you're like, it's no question you are a supervillain. <laughs> the trench coat with the fur, with like the fur collar. Yeah, yeah, yep. He punches him and it's, it's Superman and Superman 2. He's shocked that there's blood. Yeah. Um, and unlike Superman 2, he seeks his revenge on the person who made him bleed right then and there with oh! a nut punch. Oh, you did not see that one coming, did you, Grandpa? Them street rules. Which he celebrates very quickly. Uh-huh. And a little too quickly, he is distracted. Savannah grabs him. They go flying up in the air. He admits to him <laughs> that he's just a kid. And yep. Savannah's like, oh, I'm terribly sorry. You're a child. Let me put you back down on the ground, and we'll talk about this. <laughs> No, he way. does. He just drops him. Billy Shazam is screaming. I believe I can fly. I can fly. Freddie said, I believe I can fly. Then I can fly, so I believe. I believe, I believe. Okay. Superman. Superman. What harm is it? Why am I not flying? Please, I don't want to die. <laughs> He's trying to do the it's Superman good. pose. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he comes closer and closer to the, the overpass, and uh, he hits it. And uh, R.I.P. Billy Shazam and movie. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. No, wait. The countdown stops on one. It always yeah. stops on one. That's right. <laughs> Inch, you know, like two inches above the pavement. Uh-huh. And the great moment of... <laughs> I'm floating! He gets hit by a truck. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They fight for a little bit. Through a mall. Through a mall. Uh, great thing to point out in this. After... Uh, <laughs> couple things here uh the batman toy is uh the voice is the 
production supervisor or some crew member doing the I'm Batman. Come on, seriously? Yeah, it's not oh, it's not it's, it's not, not Conroy. Conroy. Yeah, they didn't just pull Conroy's, <laughs> but um <laughs> and Zach uh improvised get him Batman <laughs> and then our big moment uh what do they run across? A giant piano. Oh, yeah. Just yes. like in Big. And You're after right. he is thrown through that window, when he goes to fly away, next time you watch this, look over to the left behind the escalators. Yep. There's a couple people with shopping bags and one person with like a janitor's mop. They're just standing there kind of like, but not really paying attention. Uh, that's the crew. I the saw crew, that. Yeah, I the crew forgot that. to get out of the way. And instead of digitally removing them, he just put crap in their hands. <laughs> That's really funny. Captain Mark Billy is no match for Savannah. And in fact, does the only trick he has left, which is transforming back into Billy. Mm-hmm. In the confusion, Savannah does not see who he is. Billy gets away, but as Savannah's kind of surveying the scene, he sees the news report from earlier where Freddie was arguing with Billy in his hero form mm-hmm. and then sees Freddie right in front of him. So that's unfortunate. Savannah takes him into a locker room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy like automatically knows like super villain, super villain. Freddy's no idiot. Um, That's right. He roughs up Freddy. Worse, much worse. Radioactive anthropomorph, psychic energy manipulator. I won't let you read my mind. My mind is blank. You can't get in. I don't need to read your mind. <laughs> Billy goes home. Eugene has done some uh, hacking. He doesn't like to be yeah. called a hacker, but he is one. Like- That's right. Your parents' names are Marilyn and Cece Batson. You were born in Zimberta, Minnesota. They divorced when you were three. Your mom moved here that year. 20 months later, you got lost. You never found them because your dad's been in prison in Florida for 10 years. And your mom's... What a great moment here, because the first time we watched this, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, dead. Yeah. And he says... Is she dead? She's two subway stops away. What? You know, you didn't find her because she reverted to her maiden name. So Billy, of course, runs away again, meets up with Mom. Mom doesn't seem too jazzed to see him. And uh, we then get the flashback from Marilyn's perspective. The mom. Oh, it's heartbreaking. I want the tiger. I know. I know, honey, but Mom's not exactly going pro here, okay? It's really, really sad. I don't think it's a stretch to say it's an almost Rashomon level moment, right? No, it's one hundred percent a Rashomon moment, yeah. right? But it's just the difference between you know who you were in that scene, uh-huh. and it's you know it's not like a wildly different series of events happen, but boy, it's really heartbreaking. This actress who's you know only in, she's a you know blink and you miss her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's really good. She's really good. Uh, she's not. She doesn't even make the like the top cast mm. in. Oh yeah, on the IMDb page. But boy, she's just really good. And but that scene where we see it through her perspective, and she sees the choice where she's so Caroline Palmer is the actress's name. One, not only you get the heartbreaking scene where she makes the choice to not return to her child because. Mm. She believes her child will be better off with literally anyone other than her. Yeah. Which is heartbreaking. But then the complicated mess that is so Billy's father is in prison in Florida. Mm-hmm. She is 
living with some man who does not sound like a Prince Charming as he's mm. yelling, wanting to know what's happening at the door. I mean, you know, this movie is so light and so funny and so whimsical in so many ways, but it is grounded. There's this really dark thread that runs underneath it, which is the the reality of Billy's life and his mother. And you would expect her, she would be just as, as excited, but instead it is so complicated for her. And I actually think as sad as the flashback is, the modern day is even worse as she's like, but you're good, right? I mean, you landed on your feet. I mean, you look real good. It's just... Now is not a really good time for me, Bill. That's the soul-crushing moment of the movie for me. It is, and it and uh, we get our next virtue here. Uh, Billy, Ooh. instead of getting mad at her and, you know, telling her to go stick a rubber crowbar up her nose, she... <laughs> um, I made it as PG as yep. I could. <laughs> Got it. Yep. <laughs> uh, she he uh, forgives her. All I wanted to do is let you know I'm doing good, but I have to get back to my real family. So here, gives her the compass that she had won. And what does she say, Bean? Do you remember what she says when Billy hands her the compass? What is this? Yes. Oh. And I was like, girl, are you serious? <laughs> that is the heartbreak moment for me. Yeah. When she yeah. looks at it and is like, I don't even remember this moment. The, my last moments with you. So, yeah, that's patience for Billy. That's another yeah, virtue. Thumbs down to her. Thumbs down. Hard, yeah. hard pass. Ooh. Zero the, stars. Would not recommend. <laughs> might need it more than me. The sweetest bit, though, is Billy's forgiveness is 100% genuine. And, yes. and I feel my take... Even when he says, I'm going to go be with my real family, he's not saying that to hurt her, right? Like, there's, uh, there's he's no realizing it. Him. He's realizing yeah. it for the first time. Yeah. These people have shown me nothing but care and love. I've been chasing this person, and she doesn't give a shit about me. You, you know why this is a better movie than Aquaman? And Aquaman is fun popcorn entertainment. Do we uh, w- listen? There's, we've already been talking for two hours, and it's the beans bedtime pretty soon. We don't have time to talk about. There's why no this threat. The <laughs> there's no thread of vulnerability in in Aquaman. Sure, that there is in this no matter movie. what. In yeah. this moment, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hundred uh, percent. So while this is happening, we've kind of got some intersplice scenes where Savannah shows up at the uh, the. Uh, the foster parents. Do, want, do we fast forward? Yeah. Let's fast well, forward. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He He's shown up there. Billy gets a call from Freddie. Freddie, you were right. I'm sorry I yelled at you. Come home, Billy. Come home. Billy! Super villain! Super villain! And Billy has the ultimate superhero moment. Runs up to the roof, runs off, jumps off the roof, yells, Boom, flies away. Another shot prominent in the marketing that it's totally so pays cool. off. It's right? so cool. Yeah. And yeah. W- especially when he lands, the look on Shazam's face is one that I can't, uh, a movie that we just all watched. It's the same look. Uh, Spoiler alert. You've messed with my family. Yeah, right? like you've now, messed with my family. Yeah. Billy agrees to give the power up. They all end up at, or Savannah and Billy end up at the Rock of, of Eternity. Yep. And uh, he's about to give her the powers, and he's been surrounded by uh, six of the seven deadly sins. No, no, no. No, they're all out. Nope. Envy is not. Uh, yeah, they, here they are, because that's the only way that Savannah is vulnerable is when 
he has none of the sins left. It's the end when Envy is the only one still inside him. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yep. They're all out. Yep. Yeah. So um, the sins have assembled to witness the, you know, the destruction of the champion. And the transference of power. Yeah. Sure. I imagine right? they can't be in Savannah during that transfer of power since they are sins. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, but that is interrupted as uh, Freddie to the rescue with his authentic batarang, which cuts the back of Savannah's head. Uh huh. That is healed once all the sins go back in. Yeah. Go back into the eye. Yep. So Chase ensues. As we mentioned, the alligators playing uh, poker is there. That's very funny. Uh, Pedro opens a door, and uh, did you did you get an enemy vine? It's the creature from Enemy Vine. <laughs> yeah. It's totally that. Yeah, yeah. They end up back in the real world. Wait, Bean. How do they get there? How do they get back to the real world? What do they have to go through? Uh, they think of a place. Uh-huh. They thought of the strip club. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> but don't worry, they covered Darla's eyes. Really? This is the first place you think of? Wow. You're welcome. Who's the last one out of the strip club? Well, where's Freddy? Yeah, you too, Sriracha. Hey, have a holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> Freddy! Clearly he's a charmer, right? Freddy's the charmer. Yeah. Freddy, of course who is exactly who you want in this scenario. He's the expert on superheroes and supervillains. Freddy recognizes that you get the sins out of the eye and Savannah is vulnerable. Right. So they end up at a carnival. Yep. Um, or it had a specific name. It had a funny, oh, the chillable because it? it was winter. Oh, winter. It's okay. a winter carnival. Sure. Um, and, you know, they're, they're getting surrounded by uh, a crowd because they all recognize Shazam at this point. Uh, and, you know, Shazam maybe shouldn't have changed out of being Shazam because it creates a lightning bolt that ter- turns him. Yep. That uh, totally gives away his position. He does. Not, not the smartest move. Freddie shares his realization about, you know, the, the key to Savannah's powers. Mary says, okay, well, let's do that. Mary calls out the demons, which is a really ballsy move considering they are regular kids. But she recognizes yeah. that by doing that, Savannah is going to be weaker, giving Billy a chance. So, you know, I think the action moves so well here, right? Like really brisk. Like we see what's happening. Everybody's staying apace. Being to your earlier point, right? Like the pacing of this section is so strong, right? Like everything's mm-hmm. happening. It never feels like we're lingering too long. It's just really, really well put together. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, all their efforts are for naught. They all get captured. <laughs> it is, I'm going to kill all, your entire family unless you give me the powers. He remembers his conversation with the wizard when he granted him right. the powers. With your heart, unlock your greatest power. The thrones of our brothers and sisters await. Right. So he knocks Savannah over. This is his next virtue oh yeah he uh uh this is chastity no no sorry this isn't chastity where is it that's a different thing that's a is very different thing generosity something like that uh charity sorry charity. not chastity okay sure this is charity sure this is charity because he shares his powers with his foster siblings all hands on deck say my name No, not my name. No, the, say the name that I say to turn into this guy. This was not spoiled for me. I was stunned in the movie when this happened. This was spoiled for oh, me. Oh, was it? Oh. But here's the thing. Much like some of the stuff that was spoiled in No Way Home, yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. I was excited. The Shazam family is a New 52 
No creation. No, they're the not Marvel, that old. No, the Marvel I mean, family. Ma- Ma- Mary Marvel, yes, but not all of these no, people. That, I don't. That is not correct. The the Marvel, I thought they were more of a new thing. No, the Marvel family. Uh, let's see, like Captain Marvel Junior and Mary Marvel, but Pedro's character and the rest of them. I uh, don't think that's. No, they. Uh, let's see. The franchise was expanded to introduce spinoff characters of Captain Marvel between forty-one and forty-two, so that introduced the Lieutenant Marvels, three other boys named Billy Batson who could become adult superheroes, Captain Marvel Junior, the alter right. ego of disabled newsboy Freddie Freeman, Mary right. Marvel. Yeah, so that's all the way back to the forties. I mean, it's oh wow, okay. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize. I, I guess but, this the version where they all have like the same suit, just different colors. Yeah, uh, that I don't know. That I don't know. Yeah. But, but but the Marvel you know, family goes back to you know the, the the early days of the character. Yeah. In in any case, it it was spoiled and like for a hot second, I was like, ah, damn it! But once they show up in the movie, I I didn't care. It was so cool. And they do such again. You've got different performers playing the alter ego and the hero, mm-hmm. but so well so well matched. The children and adult actors are so well paired. You know exactly. Who, I, mean, I mean, not just because of ethnicities, but or, or where they were standing. Yeah. yeah, or whether. Yeah. yeah, Adam Brody does a phenomenal job of capturing <laughs> he, adult Freddy. He He's does. so good. He really. He's does. so good. Yeah. Um, and I love the moment of when they turn into the Shazam family. The not so subtle, but not beating over the head. The crutch falling to the ground, like. <laughs> You're not going to need this for a little bit, kid. I, I, I really, yeah. I was a, that was a cool moment for me. Mm-hmm. So you said they're going to be different, but the interesting thing is in the next movie, Mary Marvel, the girl who plays Mary, will also play Mary Marvel. No kid. Okay, so mm-hmm. so superhero Darla is played by Megan Good in this. Right. Darla is paid by Faith Herman. You're saying From that Faith this plays? The, no, no. Oh, the Mary, other way around. Mary. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not Darla. Mary. Oh, okay. Because okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there was a promo shot of all the suits because pretty much this time DC was like, "You're gonna see the suits in in uh, spy shots. Let's do a cool promo shot. Here we go." And it was all of them. And I looked. I'm like, "That's not the same actor." And I looked it up. It's it's the the oh, person who plays. This is some Mary. This is some bullshit. So the top <laughs> cast. Well, shit. This is shitty. This is some, the top <laughs> cast in IMDb. Superhero Mary is Michelle Borth, but actual Mary is not listed in the full cast. That's uh, so Grace Fulton is the actress who plays natural Mary. So, well, she'll be Shazam Mary. Oh, in the that's next awesome. One, or Mary Marvel. Yeah, good I think that's her. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's good. I really liked her. Yeah, everyone, child and adult performers, perfectly cast. I mean, this it's just so delightful when they show up. Yep. So fight, fight, fight. There they win. Just before um, Billy's about to win, uh, the Sins try and tempt him to become the bad guy. He's, uh, and then he um, doesn't. So that is his chastity. He is able to resist the temptation of the flesh. Him. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. This is where that, your earlier, your earlier point, all of the Sins were out except for Envy, which was stuck in mm-hmm. Savannah. Billy, of course, taunts him out, leaving Savannah powerless. Billy grabs him, flies away, and then is able to pluck the eye of sin out of Savannah, which is gross. <laughs> gross. Uh, uh, I, one thing we 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 missed one yeah. of all three of our favorite moments in the entire film. 
At some point during this fight, Billy and Savannah get separated from the group. They're up in the air. <laughs> Enough games, boy. You think a pack of children can... And it cuts to Billy, and he's like... Wait, what? You will beg for mercy as I feast on your heart. Slowly. Are you making some of my big evil guy speech right now or something? You're like a mile away from me right now. There's cars and trucks. I will have the world eating out of the palm of my hand. All I see is mouth moving. I don't hear anything. Only I have the power to unleash. Oh, whatever. Screw it. They start fighting again. But it's so funny. They're like at least a mile, almost a, while, a mile away from each other. Yeah. And Mark Strong is not yelling. He's just doing this. And of course, she's not going to be able to hear him. It's perfect. Super hearing, not one of Captain Marvel's abilities. We just learned it's that. It's true. Yeah. Though, fun fact, Shazam could totally kick the crap out of Superman because what powers Shazam? Magic. And what is one of the things that Superman is uh, Magic. vulnerable to? True, yeah, sure true. is. Uh, in fact, isn't that is that Kingdom Come? Isn't the key oh, to yes, beating where he, Superman? He, he, is mad. he bear hugs him and just keeps saying Shazam and yeah. turning back and forth. Yeah, and just hitting him with magical yeah. lightning. I'm like, jeez. Yep. Yeah, it's that's, good. Uh, that's good. That's intense. So the Marvel family wins. Sure do. We have a wonderful moment. You know, Billy gives the thanks over dinner as Billy is you know is affirming their family. But let's oh, get uh, to the scenes one, that are fun. Well, one might say that is kindness. Oh. Billy learns to be kinder to his foster family. There is another virtue. So we have done diligence, kindness, humility, patience, charity, and chastity. We're missing one. That would be temperance. He learns to be more responsible with his powers over the course of the film. All right. That works. So there are your seven heavenly virtues. By the power of Cathol. <laughs> right. Um, so that name this one was just a sheer delight. So Freddie back in the lunchroom, again, the social pariah, because he's not Freddie Marvel. He's just Freddie. Uh-huh. But he is joined by his brothers and sisters. What are you guys doing here? Well, we're having lunch with you. Well, you guys have different lunch periods. Well, we made a very special arrangement. Darla, what's going on? Why are you asking me? Freddie Freeman! How bittersweet. Like, so wonderful. It was until I did the the research. Okay, please. So what happens here? Shazam comes in, you know. Taught me everything I know about being a dope superhero. True story. You should get some pointers from him. What's going on? My best bud in the whole world. And also new kids that I'm meeting for the first time, but seem very cool. Uh, I invited another friend. I hope that's okay. And in walks the body of Superman. Body of we do Superman. not see his face. Yep. The only reason that it is done like this is because scheduling conflicts. <sighs> and Henry was not available. Honest I, schedule conflicts, not honest, the honest scheduling I'm conflicts. Pulling I out believe. of the frog project, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Henry is ride or die for this part. So sure. I, I think, and Sandberg has said it actually is funnier that you don't see his face. Sure, that's like it, he's that's such true. a symbol. You know, it's Superman. But the best you part just is see the S. Not only is he walking in, he's walking in carrying a lunch tray. Right? Uh-huh. Like, but uh, uh, the healthiest yeah. lunch, lunch tray. Like, there's nothing junk on there right. because he's he's Superman. So, Bean, if, if there was one being who could walk into your lunchroom and grant you status, 
Huh. Who like who would who would immediately raise your stock by showing up to say Bean? It's go so good to see you. I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> you do. You won't say it. I know you do. I bet no, you if Cave Town it's... showed up at your at your middle school, you'd be excited. Well, probably Ricky Montgomery. There okay, we go, there Ricky we go. Montgomery. All right, there we go. Last shot. Yeah, uh, uh, Freddie realizes it's it's Superman. He yells in excitement ah! and. Movie. Movie. But there's an end credit scene. Two, Two. to be exact. We got a mid and an end. Almost like this was a Marvel movie. How dare you? Uh, First one, Savannah's in jail. He's writing all over the wall like a crazy person. All of a sudden, this very robotic voice starts talking. (laughs) And you're like, what the? And I went, oh, it's the... And uh, that is a we deep see, cut. I mean, Mr. Mind is a deep, yeah. deep, 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 deep cut. So, yeah, this is Mr. Mind, evil caterpillar, um, <laughs> pretty much is the only way to describe it. And yep. he's, he, uh, you know, it sets up the next movie. You assume there's only one way to gain magic. No, no, no. There are more ways than a mind can imagine. What in God's name? I named the gods, Doctor. Not the other way around. Oh, what fun we're going to have together. The seven realms are about to be ours. <laughs> I'm imagining he has something to do with yeah. what's going to happen in Fury of the Gods. So, you, you know, you've got the element of it's an Easter egg, it's a deep cut in the mythology, but also, so Savannah's clearly coming back. And Savannah, yeah, definitely. So they, they very much follow the Marvel, what, well, I call the Marvel. Uh, formula, right? Like one of the yeah. credit post credit scenes advances the plot of the universe, and then mm-hmm. one is just for fun. And of course, the po- <laughs> the final post credit scene is just for fun. What mm-hmm. happens? He is there, and he's got a fishbowl in his hand, and he's like, "Don't beat yourself up, buddy. You're gonna find someone." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure because there's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> of course, it's not real. I can't talk to fish. Even if I could, I mean, honestly, what could we do with that that's cool? I don't know, maybe uh, command uh, an army of billions in the ocean? Oh, yeah. Well, that's not that cool. (laughs) I was like, ooh, a shot across the bow. Yeah, so to speak. Uh, But across your own bow. (laughs) (laughs) And that, dear listener, is movie. movie. So, Bean. Yeah. uh, That, my dear, was... Shazam. Mm-hmm. And as always, my computer decides to run slow at this moment. Your father is Lunch. never prepared for this moment, despite the fact <sighs> that we're closing in on 100 episodes. You know, <laughs> you're just rude. Yep. Uh, okay, wait, wait. Does it, uh, Bean. Yeah. Who was your favorite character? Probably Freddy or Shazam. I know it's really basic, but <laughs> no, not at all. They're both fantastic characters. Unpopular opinion. I think that. Well, I don't actually know if this is an unpopular opinion, but I didn't like. I didn't like just Billy because I felt like his character was like kind of like. Annoying, and I'm one of those. I usually don't like main characters, but I just feel like he just didn't have a good character. Like that's nothing against like Asher Angel or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying. 
Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I think you're right. <clears throat> and, and I think we're supposed to not like Billy clearly until his, his turn. Right. Yeah. He's right. He's supposed to be an ugly character. Right. He, uh-huh. um, so I, I, I think you're right. I, I'll say this. Um, so you said Freddie, you said Shazam. I got I, I don't think there is not a weak point in this movie. So I would probably go with Shazam because I think, again, it's not just you're the superhero of the title of the film, but you also mm-hmm. have this additional challenge. Oh, by the way, you're a kid in this superhero yeah. body. And of course, Zach Levy, uh, Levi does a phenomenal job. But anyone you say, I'm going to agree with because everyone is so good in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you throw a dart in, uh, at the cast list and I'm going to say yes. Um, but uh, for me, it is, it's Freddie. Freddie, uh, he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So sweet. I, I can't wait to see more of him in the next one. Okay. Now, being good luck with this question, I don't even know where you start. What is the best scene in the movie? Um, when they went to the store and they got the beer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Specifically, Freddie going, blah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And the monologue where they were testing out um, Shazam's powers. The power montage? There? Yeah. The power okay. montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty rad, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the convenience store. That whole section's just... The discovery of new powers, the humor of it—it's—it's it's wonderful. Yeah, it's so good. I, uh, I like when they were walking away, and he saw the girl, and he said, "Yo, what's up? I want a superhero." We're like the same age. We should hang out. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's we're right. basically the same <laughs> age. Uh, don't disagree with those. Um, mm-hmm. Probably because it wasn't spoiled for me, and it was such a delight. Again, knowing the sure. depth, but the reveal of the Marvel family, and then mm-hmm. seeing. How well they perfectly translated the kids' personalities into their superhero personas was just like delight, you know, all the way around. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bean, mm-hmm. I may know the answer to this. Uh, is there anything you would take out of the film or cut from the film? Mm, no, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I know what I would, and I think once I say it, you might agree. Go ahead, Dad. What, well, what I know you? what you're going to say. I don't agree, but I know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. What? The boardroom scene. Uh, the boardroom scene. Oh. I, I just, I, I, I have nothing really against it, but I just feel like it was it was too long. I think, I think if I had to take something out of it, I would make that scene shorter and add more stuff that could have been more important. But that's why there's a sequel, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... I, it could have been done simply that Savannah lets all the sins out. You see them start to attack people, and then he walks out and like hangs out while all the yeah. like he's like, "I don't need to be here for yeah. this." And we just hear the yells yeah. and the screams. And- yeah, uh, I think they walk a delicate line again because he is sympathetic. Not only the abuse he gets from his father and his brother, but then you know that feeling of rejection from Shazam. Again, I think you need that to establish he's irredeemable. Don't feel bad for him. He's made choices. Sure. He's purely evil. Um, You know, it's not a short movie. It's like 210, 211. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. That said, I I get your reasons for that, but I don't think there's anything that, like, drags necessarily. I wouldn't cut anything. I mean, it's for that long of a movie, I feel like it's still really tight. 
Your mileage on the boardroom scene may yeah. vary. Yeah. I mean, some people might like it. Uh, I'm okay if it if it's shot like the boardroom scene in Dogma, <laughs> where you don't actually see sure, the violence, sure. but you know what's happening. Uh, Bartleby yeah. just no Loki, Loki just killed yeah. a whole bunch of people. Bartleby is Ben Affleck. Um, yeah. So, being last question we've got for you. Uh, who is the now not the character, but who is the actor that you think is having the most fun? As as if there's any doubt, but I'm curious, what do you think? Probably Zachary Levi. When we watch we watch the gag reel and it that's what that's what it seemed. Yeah. Yeah. He was having a great time making this and movie. Like for what he for the disappointment that he had with Marvel Studios. Right and Fandral mm-hmm. and that whole history. How wonderful oh, that he gosh. got this! I'm so happy that he got this. I like this actor. I'm ha- so happy yeah. he got this. Yeah. You know, I remember when they announced him, and you know, I was uh, batting around. Oh, maybe it's John Cena, or maybe it's this person or that person. When they announced Zachary Levi, I went, "Huh? Yeah." <laughs> like it never crossed my mind, but I was like, "No, that's a good choice for." You know, he fish out of water, uh, kid at heart type. I mean, he's playing a heightened version of Chuck, yeah. and that's not not. I'm not being, you know, uh, I'm not insulting him by saying I'm not trying to. At least I'm just saying he's but he's so good at playing this kind of character. I think what a great testament to the actor <clears throat> he is, right? Like mm-hmm. because Chuck is so cl- like, you know, that character is so much like the grown up version of the ninety pound weakling, right? And, and yeah. yet. He's so perfect there, and yet he's so perfect as this buff powerhouse, right? Of of magical energy. Yeah, it just uh, that's clearly the quality of of the performer. So agreed. Uh, once again, uh, as we discussed earlier, IMDb has this movie rated at a seven point zero out of ten, being by any measure you like ten point scale, a letter grade, thumbs up, what however you want to rate it. How do you rate this movie? Um. I definitely rate it on like a one to ten scale. I okay. think I would rate it a eight point five. Okay, eight point five, point and a half okay. above where it's at. Okay, yeah. Casey, how about you? Nine point two. Two. That's so specific. Yeah. Your dad Did, likes it, specificity. Taking, yeah, and I'm I'm taking some points away. Well, it is the soul of narrative, my That's dear true. boy. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm taking some points away because of some of the some of the violence takes us out of a for all family movie to yeah you know some young ones might not be able to be a part of this and this movie was definitely touted as a movie for the entire family and then these really violent scary things are in it. I was like whoops I hear you it, it was a PG thirteen but that's fair sure that's fair. sure 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 um, yeah I'll be honest with you this is a ten out of ten for me the a uh, DC movie getting a 10 yep. from Todd yep. Marvel Th- Boy Panic. This movie, wow. <laughs> this is a perfect movie. And again, I think you'd have a real hard time if you're going to stack this up against the first Wonder Woman movie, best DC film. Boy, hmm. that, good luck with that conversation because that's a tough one. Uh, but this is Oof-a-doof. this is as good as it gets, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think we need to spend any time on Dad's breakdown. She's here. One with of us. My, yeah. my one of my offspring is here, so uh, I'm pretty sure it's okay. You know, again, like we we've been talking about boardroom scene. If you've got uh, children who are a little sensitive yep. to that kind of violence, maybe preview the scene beforehand. Make sure you you know you know your child and you know what they're going to be able to handle. 
other than that, yeah, yeah, this is this is a family, you know, the board scene, up, I'd say is definitely the PG thirteen, right? Like if there's any doubt, yeah, like, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> that's the thing that pushes it to the yeah. PG thirteen. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. So hey, Todd, when you brought the beer today, I completely was gonna be like, Hey, bring it so the bean can be the one to pick the movie. <sighs> that would totally I, forgot to say yeah, it. Yeah, that would have been a great idea. All right. Yeah, because then you wouldn't have to pull it. <laughs> so what we're gonna do, Bean, I, I have my my hand wrist deep in all of the movies here. I'm just gonna keep feeling around and you're at some point you're gonna say stop and whatever is in my hand when you say stop is going to be the movie that we're watching next. So okay. no pressure, but it's you're entirely responsible for the next movie we watch. No pressure. No pressure. Okay. No pressure. No pressure. Okay. No whammies. Stop. Okay. Oh, felt like a good moment. Okay. All right. It felt like a great, you know what? It was the perfect moment. Yeah, it totally wow. was. Okay. So I have a stop. All right. Here we go. I'm, now here we go. I'm Here's the moment. Scared. <laughs> no, welcome to the last ninety-seven episodes. Yeah. We, you know, ninety-six. To, yeah, ninety-five episodes. Yeah, this is ninety. Yeah, it's your dad being. It's people. Fine. I'm not good He's at math. All right. So, uh, typically, what we do is I'll, I'll take a quick glance. If there's like three letters, then it's oh, then it'd be Captain America: Civil War. Oh, that'd be good. Pow! Sometimes there's more letters, and we're not happy. Sometimes the letters say crow, and we're really unhappy. Uh, well, not, not oh. anymore. We're done with that franchise. Oh. There's only a few letters on oh. it. There's only a few. I'm uh-huh. going to hold it up. Let's see. Sometimes you can't see with the light. I'm not sure if... Nope. And yeah, I, It's a white strip. You have just censored so yourself. it is three letters that spell out M-C-U. M-C- yes! Captain America. Yes! Civil War. Yes! Uh, Introduction oh. being of Spider-Man into the MCU. Yes. Nice. Maybe I can get you just to watch the Tom Holland oh, scenes. It, mm, so good. So that good. has nothing to do with it. Bean, they're so good. Tom Holland is wonderful. Uh, yeah, okay. I want to watch I want to watch <laughs> Andrew Garfield's. I want to I listen. I'm with, I like he, Andrew yeah, Garfield a lot. He's the third best Spider-Man. Uh, he's the second best mm. Spider-Man. Okay. So I don't know. Toby McGuire better not be first. No, no, he's second. No, he's third. Uh, it depends on what era. Uh, if you, you keep you uh, keep saying this word. You keep saying third. You keep saying I think you're. Word. I think you're pronouncing it wrong. I do not think it yeah, means what I you th- think that it means. Our next movie will be Marvel Studios' 2016 release, Captain America: Civil War. Let's watch that trailer. Let's watch that trailer. This job. We try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. But you don't give up. New York. Washington, D.C. Sokovia. Okay, that's enough. Captain, people are afraid. That's why I'm here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I know we're not perfect. 
safest hands are still our own. So do you want to take a guess That's at the said. at the IMDb rating for Captain America Civil War out of a 10 point scale what do you think Go ahead Bean you first Have you seen a movie well, that has she seen d- it Have you seen No it? a movie that has Captain America in it and Black Panther and Bla- and Spider-Man uh, and Iron Avengers Man Avengers 2.5 Yeah it's got pretty much the at entire least Avengers a 9 team. Okay I'm gonna say like a nine, nine, yeah, seven point eight. Yeah, but again, Shazam was a seven. So are you okay? Are you okay, Todd? There's some. No, there's some. There's some. um, There's all those Martin Scorsese fans. That's who it is. Yeah, that's right. So, Todd, yes, uh, where can people find you on social media? Should you wish to be found and should they wish to find you? Of course. Find me on Instagram or Twitter with the handle at TMP and SYR. Casey, where can folks find you on the social medias? Oh, you know, on Twitter, I'm not Ryan Casey. Instagram, not dot Ryan Casey. The podcast itself also has a Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, we are TSPHC Tweets. On Instagram, we are SuperPod HeroCast. There's also this thing called email <laughs> where you can send us uh, rants that do not sure. fit in the Twitterverse. And that is superpodherocast at gmail.com because only Cap writes letters. <gasps> and we've made it. This is the movie that has Tony. Music for the podcast comes to us from two places. Our theme song is Take a Chance by Kevin McLeod. Find his music at incompetech.com. Our beer music is Feather Duster by Shane Ivers. Find his music at silvermansound.com. So that'll do it for the Superpod HeroCast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For The Bean, I'm Todd Panic. For Casey Ryan, I am The Bean. And I've been your moderator, Dan Ryan. Be heroic. Bean, you did a full episode. Wow. You you add po- you can add podcaster to your credits now because you did it. You have podcasted. I'm basically a celebrity.